have such sights to show you. Do you love horror? Do you love sci-fi? If so, you've come to the right place. Each week we'll discuss, dissect, and or shit all over the movies we love and also love to hate. I'm Ken and I'm with... Doug. Matt. Josh. Together we are the Horrify Podcast. And one more thing, we are not safe for work or for the faint of heart. Hi and welcome to the Horrify Podcast. Guys, we got a movie today. It's from 1988. It's a movie that um, I've never seen, and I love it. It's yeah. called The Blob. I think I'm the only one on the panel that has seen this before, mm-hmm. right? Right? Yeah, I'd seen clips, and I changed the I've actually seen the one from the 50s, and not this one somehow. The Steve that's McQueen shit. version? That's terrible. Oh. oh, that's right. I don't like the old like 50s monster movies and shit. I don't like them at all. So I haven't seen it, the old one from 58. My question for you is, how different... Is the story from this one, or is it the no, same? The story, story? is like kind of similar, I but it's, it's just—it's imagine this movie without what makes this movie great. They don't have the you twist at the end. Matt no, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. What makes this movie great? The kills is derpy, derpy Matt yeah. uh, yeah, Dylan's brother, Kevin Dylan, <laughs> Kevin guys. <laughs> Matt Dylan's derpy-looking brother, the walking yeah. with a terrible feathered. We're hair. gonna get to him. You guys stop. Do you know that is uh, stop hair weave? Yeah. They yeah. made they made him wear yeah. extensions because his we'll get there. His hair looks like what was that? Who was that guy in Street Fighter? The Brazilian guy, Benat. What is his name? Oh, Benaca. Blanca. 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 His Blanca. hair is like Blanca's hair, except it's not red. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, this was directed by Chuck Russell. He did a Nightmare on Elm Street three. He did The, the Mask and The Scorpion King. Oh, he did Eraser. Oh, he did. Yeah, oh, I didn't really? miss that. And he did um, The Mask. Yeah, The Mask. Boy, talking about a movie that sucks. Yeah. But he did do the best, as you said, the best, the best Friday the 13th sequel. I, I agree. Is that the Dream Warriors, right? Yeah, yeah that's my, a great by one. By far my favorite. As a kid, yeah. that was the one I got behind the most. Because it's the most fun. It and is really fun. it's a good fun. ensemble cast that, yeah. We're yeah, stupid which, for not doing it on the I'm, podcast. Honestly, yeah. yeah, for sure. I'm going to blame Josh for that. He's <laughs> yeah. our slasher movie expert, I know. and he's not come through. <laughs> Hey, Josh. I'm trying to us. surprise the world, you guys. Maybe for season three, you're going to throw some good uh, slasher flicks we'll in. I guess we'll see, won't we? I guess. We're going to find Fingers out Fingers crossed. Guys, uh, The Scorpion King is terrible. Yeah, I never saw it. It's so terrible. I never saw it either. Yeah, don't. I try to avoid... Uh, is that the Rock? Mummy movies? What's his dick's yeah. movies, mostly. Is that the one with like the, the really rock. horrible Rock CGI <laughs> yeah, that's the like CGI, notorious? Yeah. Uh, Where he looks like a PlayStation 1 character. So, you know, <laughs> Chuck Russell, early in his career, like, obviously, he did Nightmare on Elm Street 3, and he did this, and this movie is wonderful. And actually, this movie bombed mm-hmm. terribly. It really? Make, it had a $19 million make, dollar budget. budget. Yeah, it didn't had even no make chance. half its money back. Had no chance. It was Worldwide. going up against Big. I was going to say that Big was, was huge. Okay, guys, yeah. Big was huge when yeah. it came out. But also, it, people remembered the original Blob, and that movie was kind of a joke. Yeah, because of how bad it was. It's like the, the there's a, that also that movie with the giant ants. Mm-hmm. There's all these stupid monster movies from the '50s that people, you know, did, in general didn't like. Well, Obviously, diehard fans probably love them, but they thought about the old Blob movie and they thought this is a pile of shit. I think this boy was did a, they miss out. This was yeah. such a trend in the '80s uh, of just remaking those '50s beloved yeah. monster movies: The Thing, yeah, The Blob, yeah, and The Fly. Oh yeah! Wow. 
I think maybe it's because back in the 50s, they just had so many more tools to work with in the 80s. You know, mm-hmm. that, well, and these directors, I think, grew up loving these 50s movies. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Kind of like what you see today. It's all cyclical. I, I think <laughs> that, yeah, like, like to your point, Matt, they saw what they could do with, with newer techniques and technology to yeah. make the movies better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this one succeeded. This movie is wonderful. If you have not seen it, we're going to go through it. You should see this shit. So... Brian Flagg is played by Kevin Dillon, who, yeah. if you guys don't know, is Bunny from the movie Platoon. Hmm. You see that Great fucking movie. head come apart, man? <laughs> Never seen brains like that before. He's also that really dreadful character in Entourage. Yeah. yeah. Where he's probably just playing himself. Johnny, Johnny Drama. Yeah, you're probably... You're yeah, I've never watched that show. So, uh. so this character, you're, and you're absolutely right, Josh. When, so when Platoon came out in 86. This is 88. Mm-hmm. And in Platoon, he plays this character that when I saw Platoon, he was the only part of that movie that really horrified me. <laughs> This guy that was so hillbilly and so messed up from the war that he had, it's like he lost his humanity, right? Mm-hmm. And he's shooting farm animals, he's torturing uh, um, village people and doing these things that you just can't believe. And in watching this movie, I still saw that character. <laughs> yeah. I still saw Bunny from Platoon. Absolutely, yeah. And he's and he's he's got a creepy looking face. Yeah, he <laughs> like, does. so derpy. He looks like a skeleton. <laughs> yeah, he just looks like a bad dude. Now bad he's seed. Yeah, yeah, he's really cool in this movie. And actually, he's he's the the unlikely hero, right? And well, very unlikely. Because yeah. the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, this guy. He's a dick. He, yeah. he, he he's too stupid to make any good decisions, <laughs> and, and you're rooting him against him because he's so yeah. dumb looking. He, you know, we talk about people with unlikable faces, right? <laughs> and his face is the most unlikable face, <laughs> yeah. but it's also the most fitting for what he's supposed to be, which is the you know the kid from the other side of the tracks. Yeah. You know, the kid that's doing the bad shit, and he's a loner. He he's not in a gang. He he's yeah. too much of an asshole to even have a gang. He's, he's on, just some dickhead. He's on a first name basis with every cop. Yeah, he is. <laughs> which yes. I have something about the cops that I'm going to yeah. go into. Yeah. In a so, anyways, his name is Brian. They don't ever use his last name, but that's Brian. So then we have Meg. Her her full name is Meg Penny. She's played by Shawnee Smith, guys, who is Amanda Young in the Saw franchise. Yeah, she's in like every Saw movie. Yeah, <laughs> I like her a lot. She's also in Becker. I was really oh, hoping Becker. I that. that yes. <laughs> oh my God, Becker! Don't watch that <laughs> shit. I was really hoping that one of the other characters that she engaged with was named Josh. I know. That was a real... <laughs> Once they said her name was Josh Meg, and Meg, I immediately was like, Aww. I hope there's a Josh. I hope our viewers understand that joke, but they it's won't. It's Josh's wife's name, for those that don't know. Thank yeah. you. We love you, Meg. You're so, great. yeah. Thanks, Meg. Anyways, <laughs> we have um, Paul, played by Donovan Ledich. Or Lich. Or how do you say his name? Who is that? Leech? Lich? I don't know. I don't yeah, care who he is. Paul, the, the quarterback. Ah, oh, the quarterback. Okay. The quarterback. He yeah. looks like he can throw, I th- un- unlike Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I re- oh, no, Paul's not the quarterback. He's the wide receiver, excuse me. Oh, the quarterback is, ma- is yeah, Matt. Yeah, okay. Scott, well, excuse me. So when I saw this, I thought the movie was about Paul. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> I think me it was. Too. Oh, I was so I wonder wrong. if that was intentional. <laughs> yeah, it was. And, and yeah. this movie has a lot of these little things that... Um, Mix it up. The, the story's straightforward, but they really tie everything up nicely with a little bow. Everything has a reason, has a purpose, and again, lots of details. I really appreciate it and like it. And there's a lot of inserted humor in places you would not expect to mm-hmm. find it, and we'll get into that. But anyways, Paul is the star-wide receiver on the football team, local football team. Yeah. yeah. Then we have uh, we have Sheriff Herb, played by Jeffrey Herb. DeMunn. Um 
He's in a ton of movies, ton of TV. Um, just plays small I parts. Didn't recognize him. Yeah, he's in a whole bunch of stuff. I I like him. Again, thought he was going to play a real big role in this movie. Oh Boy, shit! Were you wrong? I was wrong. Oh, yeah. you know where I know that guy? He, you're talking about the sheriff. Yeah, Herb. Yeah, he's in The Walking Dead. He is. He's the unobservant guy, the RV. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> shit, that just came. That is me. awesome. Yeah, Herb. So, okay. Okay. So Frank Darabont owed him a favor or something. <laughs> yeah. <up that> one. <laughs> Then we have uh, uh, Fran, Fran Hewitt's the character. She's the local diner owner, and she's played by guys. Who is she played by? Candy Clark. Oh, yeah. I love her and stuff. The man who fell to earth. She's in it. Nice. Remember the girlfriend? She's also in American Graffiti, which I think she had nominated for uh, an Academy Award or something for that. Oh, so she is in stuff. My joke didn't work. (laughs) Oh, no. She's in a bunch of stuff. She's in stuff. I love her in stuff. Doug. Stuff and things. So then we have Scott, who is the local co- star quarterback and a bigger asshole than Brian in a different way. Oh, yeah. And uh, is, he's played by uh, Ricky Paul Golden. This um, is the rapey piece of shit, right? right? Condom oh, joke guy. He's, yeah. uh, he's, he's into the date rape, guys. Yeah. He's, that's You know, everyone has a hobby. That's his, unfortunately. Um, and they always get their comeuppance. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, everything works out in the end, really. It's a good yes. thing about 80s movies is because they... They, there was a lot of that going on, but they didn't glorify it. They always killed those yes. assholes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that this movie, again, as a thing that I really like, gives us an exciting title. The Blob! Yes. And yeah. again, this is paying homage to 50s films that used to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like when 80s movies, Critters did it. This does it. A lot of movies have these titles. And, I, and beyond marketing, I just think it's fun. Yeah. I like to see that pop up on the screen. I mean, we think about Star Wars does that to probably the best effects of any of them ever, and I just appreciate that. What so. was the one we talked about that they did it in an aquarium and they melted the paper? The thing. The thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Another I great title. Stuff. Yeah, good title sequence. Great. Hey, directors out there, bring that back. We want to yeah. see the titles of the film. We want to see it. We love it. Get off yeah. your computer and get into your garage and burn some shit. Yeah, <laughs> do some cool stuff with the title. So the film opens with like a view of Earth from outer space, and it had a, has a slow pan in. We Again, Seen this in a lot of movies, right? Pans into Earth, and we get to this small town. We see the local football stadium, which is right next to a cemetery. Well, yeah, and the town's empty, and then later it's contrasted with the football stadium because mm-hmm. you think the town, like, what the fuck did the yeah, blob where is everyone? Has the blob yeah. come and gone? No, they love their football. But no, Supporting yeah, they're all, their they're all at the game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where does this take place at, guys? It takes place in a Colorado ski town. Allegedly. Filmed yeah. in Louisiana. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. And, like, and, <laughs> and the sheriff's car says Fayette County, California. On the side. Oh. <laughs> Weird. Ah, they got it at auction. Yeah. So, guys, we see Paul and he's running an out route. Uh, or he's not running an out route. He's running a, a, a post or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it looks like a post. Yeah, it catches a touchdown. Yeah. And, you know, everyone's like, oh, man. And he looks over at this cheerleader. It's Meg. Meg's a cheerleader. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And Meg's got this beautiful feathered 80s hair. All yeah. the cheerleaders look like yeah. look oh. like real 80s cheerleaders. Yeah. yeah. Also wearing extensions. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> she was. Oh, she actually was? <laughs> yeah, her and D- Derpy Face. <laughs> they were face. both forced to wear extensions by the director. I, I love it. They yeah. must have had really thin... Thin, wispy hair. Nasty hair. hair. <laughs> so then we, we actually see a scene from a football game, and there is real tackling going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. it looked yeah. real. It it, it, no, it didn't. It was real. At it least, at least the, not the scene where, the, in the next scene, but they actually show a guy get tackled, and the motherfucker gets tackled. Yeah. And they're kids, so I don't know if they like recorded actual football players, but it, it was fun to see, because typically when we get these movies with teen kids, it's 20-year-old people pretending to know how to play sports, and it's awkward and terrible. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah. this, these were kids that could play football. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. tackling against the NFL Pro Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> so then we get another shot of Paul, and he wants to impress Meg. And so, yeah, he runs an out route. So he catches this out route, gets smashed, and he's laying there all, like, concussed. And Meg, like, looks over him, and he's like, hey, you want to go out? And she <laughs> goes, okay. And it's really yeah. stupid. But you I'll, wouldn't I'll, get concussed from, like, getting tackled on top of a flimsy table. It would actually though. be a lot better than just hitting the ground. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It, and I one quick thing, <laughs> one, one thing I glanced over real quick is, is before he gets taken out on the bench, he's talking to his buddy Matt, the quarterback, and he's like, ah, screw out, you bitch. He's like, I'll do it when I'm ready. So he yeah, was ready. Timing when, is everything. Yeah, he was ready when he was concussed. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, in real life, those two went to prom together? Yeah. Megan really? Paul. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Cute. Yeah, Hollywood yeah. High School or something like that. Oh, yep. That's so cute. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's nice. why the connection was so deep. That's yep. a wholesome tidbit. Thank love. you. You're welcome. I try to keep things light. I love prom. So guys, we, we now we cut to a derpy Pro face prom. Brian. Um, and he's got this luscious hair and a horrible twisted face. <laughs> and <laughs> you know, I, I feel bad talking about the guy. He he is actually a good actor. I, I don't think yeah. he's a bad yeah. actor. He I, doesn't I, look as derpy in his adult in his adult He looks phase. way different. Yeah, he was probably just an awkward post-teen with terrible hair, which was forced <laughs> upon him. I I think the hair made his face but, look worse. But there is a coolness about him. He is cool. Like, yeah. I just the way he talks, especially in the movie Platoon, just the way he delivers lines, I'm like, you know, he's dumb sounding, but he's also cool sounding. He's a, he's a guy in this movie that I would be friends with. Yeah. Everyone wants this kid around because he's got the motorcycle. I was going to say, is it the motorcycle, Doug? I'm not a motorcycle guy. Bad boy. He can get you cigarettes. I don't know. (laughs) So we cut to Brian, and he's he's wearing a leather jacket. He's smoking a cigarette, drinking a beer, and he's got a motorcycle, and he's sizing up this jump where this bridge went out. (laughs) So I have a question real quick. I've got an answer. Is he supposed to be in high school or not? It never confirms whether he's in school. No, he's in school because he talks about how Meg never talks to him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He is and, in high school. And how on his birthday, he's, remember the cops? He's like, turning 18. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. Yep. You're in the okay. big leagues now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No more juvie for you. So he's going to hit this jump. And as he starts taking off, um, we see there's like a bum. Like, yeah. He's called the, the, the tin can man. He's <laughs> watching him through <laughs> the trees. Some homeless guy. Yeah, some homeless dude. With a dog. Yeah. You know, an 80s homeless guy. They're yeah. different. But his bike starts getting messed up. Like it starts sputtering. He loses power and actually lays the bike down. And hilariously falls off the edge of the jump. <laughs> yeah, and the homeless guy's there to clap. Yeah, he, oh, he claps. And, and I like that Brian's not a huge asshole because Brian actually laughs. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm like, an idiot. Yeah, I deserve that. I mean, I'm, I'm a total And then dummy. the homeless guy picks up a can and adds it to his collection of cans. Mm-hmm. How about the fact, though, that he really rides the bike in this movie? That's not a stuntman. Mm-hmm. Oh, He's really? actually riding the bike. I didn't know that. Yeah, good call. Have you guys ever seen Purple Rain where Prince is riding the bike? Yes. Shit. It's awful. Yeah, he looks a lot better than Prince riding a bike. It, That's all uh, I'm Most say. would. Most <laughs> would. I mean, but Prince Very is I mean, also more awesome. Yeah. So. Then we cut to the sheriff, and he's, he's this, so this is Sheriff Herb, and he's eating at the small town cafe, which is called, what is it called, Josh? I don't remember. Matt? Eat it herbs. I don't it's know. It's called the Pie Pan Cafe. Oh, oh the Pie Pan. Pie Pan. And this is where I noticed that. Uh, Quite a few people in this Colorado ski town had southern accents. <laughs> yeah, but Louisiana accents, huh? A lot of transplants. A lot of transplants. So I don't think the tourists had arrived no. yet. <laughs> so, the, you know, the sheriff is there, and he's making small talk. And Fran's about to have the after-school rush because all the kids go there after school or after the game. 
Oh, is that for the game? Is yeah. the game still the, going the on? The football game is still going on, Ken. Okay, after the game, everyone goes to the after pie the pan cafe. After the big game, we go to eat some pie. It's a very pie. 50s town. We go eat Candy's feel. pie. Yeah. It is a, it, the town looked familiar to me. Did anyone mm-hmm. see if that was used in other movies? It just looked like this idea, it looked like a smaller version of the town in Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At first I thought it was like Universal Lot or Warner Lot or something like that mm-hmm. and then I yeah. looked it up and it was real a real town in Louisiana. Hmm. I'd live there. But it just care. looks like yeah, it looks any like town USA. Ple- Pleasantville. Yeah. <laughs> so Herb, you know, is talking to Fran, the the pie pan owner. And he kind of flirts with her and asks her out, and she denies him very, very politely. And he's a little, you know, put out. But when she gives him his receipt, she writes, I get off at 11. Yeah, that cop is yeah. going to get laid. Yeah. He's like, hell yeah. Cuffs to use he goes, actually, he goes, actually, you're getting off at 1130. <laughs> <laughs> I made the joke. He's getting off at 1101. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he leaves, and this is where we see Brian. Uh, and Brian again is hitching a ride in the town because his bike is broke down. God knows where that is, some someplace out of town. And Herb sees him. He tries to like sneak away, and Herb pulls up. And this is Matt. What does he say? Tells him, uh, what was it? He mentions it's his birthday coming up, and then you know, uh, no more juvie. You're you're in you're the, the big, big leagues, leagues now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this town is small enough that everyone knows each other's name, everything. And this kid's been arrested so many times. Herb knows what his damn birthday is. It's yeah. kind of like my hometown in North Carolina. I was going to say, it reminded me of each other. Yeah, reminded me of my hometown. Cops knew the kids and the troublemakers. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So Brian goes to this awesome, dingy 80s car repair garage, which I did not realize this part of the movie was going to be very important to the finale. Yeah. So let's oh, make yeah. sure we talk about what I did not pay attention to and write about. There's a guy in there, this real slick mechanic, and what he does, I mean, he takes care of all the vehicles for the city, right? And he also works for the ski resort, and he makes the, they had these mobile snowmaking trucks. Is this a real thing? Mm, maybe in the 80s, not anymore. <laughs> How would you make snow with a truck on a ski hill? <laughs> you couldn't, unless yes. it was on like a snowcat. How the hell would this truck work? It, it it doesn't spray a mist of water in the air, which is how snowmaking works. This thing had like liquid nitrogen on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Big old it like tank. actually sprayed snow with its own coolant. Yeah, let's go skiing yeah. and some chemicals. Yep. So he makes and, and he gives us the back story to the town. He's like, yeah, this is a ski town. There's been a lot of drought, not a lot of snow, um, and there, and he's worried about it. But he he has a good feeling that maybe this year will be better. So he's fixing all the snowmobiles. <laughs> This magical snowmaking truck, which is important to the plot of the movie. Yep. And he loans Brian a socket set because Brian has to go fix his bike. And all he needs is a socket set to fix his bike, which broke down <laughs> right wherever he is. Why wouldn't he walk the bike back to town? I don't know. If you could walk to town, you could walk the bike back to town. Yeah. Yep. Especially it's, it's out in the woods somewhere. Yeah, in the middle of nowhere. I'm it's just saying, dark. guys. It's I stolen. Also, He's got to be inconspicuous. I, I wish they would have used this character a little bit more. He was cool. Dude, how about when he pulled the Good beers? Good looking guy. Yeah, he pulled the beers out of the ice truck and, <laughs> yeah. he, and, he, threw, oh, yeah. and he threw Brian a beer. And, cra- yeah. and then he's smoking a cigar. I'm like, this guy's cool. Yes. The badass. This guy's the coolest guy in town. They mm-hmm. should have had him in the movie more. He, he, he was very underutilized. Yeah. We, we see him one more time after this, but... So, yeah, so it was funny when I first watched this. I'm like, what was the point of all that shit? Yeah. Well, it actually had a point. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very important. So now we, we cut back to the homeless guy who's the can man who watched Brian fall off the jump. Yeah. And he's crushing cans with a frying pan tied to his shoe, which is weird. And he's got a dog with him and a little shack that he built. And up in the sky, he sees this 
thing coming through the atmosphere. And this thing literally goes right over, like almost hits him in the head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like the size of a, like an exercise ball, and it impacts in the woods right by him. So he's all totally freaked out. We've seen this used similarly in a lot of other things, but I think it's it's pulled off in this better than almost anything it, else it we've actually, seen. It actually doesn't look bad. The no. effect looks. In fact, all the effects in this movie, guys, honestly, look really good. Mm-hmm. Well, so the budget, like you said, was nineteen million. Nine million was spent on visual effects. Really? So almost half the budget oh, was yeah. spent on effects. Yeah, that's right. I read that too, yeah. Which mm-hmm. paid off because they're awesome. They did a great yeah. job. So this thing crashes, but immediately when it crashes, we cut away to Paul and Scott. So we've got Paul, the receiver, and his buddy quarterback, Scott. Yeah, two um, cool guys. They're at the local convenience store, and, and Scott needs to borrow some money because he's got to buy condoms and banaca for the yeah. naive young lady he's going out with tonight. Ribbed. Ribbed. Again, <laughs> again, <laughs> details details I didn't think I was going to need, mm. but I end up needing. Well, yeah. And the director that the that uh, episode of The Kid Buying the Condoms, yeah. that was based on an actual event of the director when he was in high school. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he funny. went to buy condoms and the, like the his priest showed up. Well, no, I don't know the specifics, the pharmacist but it, it was it, the it, girlfriend's dad. It was being in yeah. high school and tr- and buying condoms in, yeah. you know, How small awkward town. Awkward it was. Yeah. Everybody knew you. Like, oh, yeah. I know what you're going to do, Stephen. So Scott's got to borrow this money from Paul, and he and Paul's in a hurry because Paul has a date with Maggie. He's all excited about, it. and so Scott walks up to the pharmacist, and he's like, "Yeah, let me get a let me get a pack." And he's a jerk to the pharmacist too. He's like, "Hey, bub, let me get a pack of condoms and some banaca." Yeah. And the pharmacist is like, "Oh, you dickhead!" So he goes to get it, and as he's standing in line, the local priest walks up. Now, here's what's interesting about the priest. Did you guys notice who the priest looks like? Stephen King. No, he looks like know. a character from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, he does. SD look agent like that guy Sturmbaumführer Arnold Ernest Tote. He does look like the that guy, guy. That, the guy that burns his hand uh-huh. on the amulet. Doesn't he look like that? Yeah, mm-hmm. he does. Kind of. Is that intentional or is it just? I would think just coincidence. coincidental. Coincidence, probably. But yeah, he looks like the bad uh-huh. guy from Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's funny. And he's creepy and weird. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I love the character. So he starts talking to him about church, and the, and the guy's like, oh, yeah. And right then, the pharmacist comes back. He goes, hey, regular or ribbed? And he's like, uh, <laughs> you know, these aren't for me. They're for my buddy over yeah. there. He makes that typical excuse we've all he's, made as teenagers. What, he even insults the, the girl that he's taken out that she's like, I forget, like, has, like, no substance for <laughs> Oh, he says something really Something rude. weird like that. Yeah. But he disses her. Yeah, that guy's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. I, 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 what I really liked about making this connection about what the priest looked like was the fact that I didn't know that the character from Raiders of the Lost Ark's name was SD Agent <laughs> Sturmbaumführer Arnold Ernst Tote. Jeez. Or Tot. I don't speak German. Matt, could you say name. that? What? Dort? Just say Sturmbaumführer. 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 Da. Da. And that's his shortened da. nickname. Right. So, yeah, so we got this funny priest condom bit, which it wasn't out of place, and I didn't... It was kind of dumb, but again, they tie it up later, which is... Good joke set up. Kind of fun. So now we (laughs) cut back to the can man, and he actually has walked down to where the wreckage is, and we see this, like, burnt up... It looks like like a rock that melted, and it's cracked open, and in the middle, we see essentially the same ooze from Ghostbusters 2, and the old man sticks a stick in it. Yeah, like, something you wouldn't do. Like, these people are idiots. Yeah, dude, well, if you see, like, pink ooze in I'm a meteorite, now nah, My question, from the sky. My question for all of you, 
not that you would put a stick in it, but if you saw something like that crash to earth, Mm -hmm. would you go investigate or would you take off immediately? Fuck yeah, I'd investigate. I I would investigate. I'd look, look, but I I wouldn't poke it with a stick. You wouldn't poke poke the jelly. No poking, no prodding. Josh would poke it. What? Are you insane? Ken, are you poking? No, because I'd be worried about radiation. Exactly. No, I would. Yeah. But I I would definitely pull a Luke Skywalker and investigate this, you know. I think if I was in my preteens or teens, I definitely am poking. What? Yeah. Now being in my forties, I am not poking. I'm yeah. getting a jar. I'm get yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not now though. Oh Would God. you now? Probably because I'm stupid, but yeah. yeah. You are, but <laughs> we still love you. So the can man dips a stick in there and as he pulls out this this really gross looking ooze, it runs up the stick and like covers his hand and he's instantly in agony. Yeah. yeah. Poor guy. You know, so this thing is alive and scary, we learn right away. And we actually get like, um, it's kind of a school, it's kind of a jump scare, right? When it runs <laughs> up his arm, you're just kind of like, oh, yeah. yeah. It's it, startling. Although it's, you do expect it. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for it, but then it ascends the stick rapidly. Yeah. yeah. The best part is when that happens, we get this great cut scene where it shows these yeah, two kids eating red jello and like yeah. slurping it up. That was a great cut scene. I think that was a nod to the 50s one because they used like a jello looking thing for the blob. Really? Uh-huh. So for this blob, they used a substance that they actually use as a thickening agent in milkshakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Mm, yummy. Mm-hmm. I forget what it's called, but it's, yeah, some chemical. It's gross. Mm hmm. So we, we realize that one of these kids is Meg's brother. So it's Meg's brother and his friend, and they're at Meg's house. And the friend is talking about seeing this like messed up slasher movie, which is totally <laughs> making fun of the Jason. Yeah. Friday the 13th. Yeah, Friday the 13th movie. It's, like, it's like Yard Tool Massacre or yeah. something like that. And they <laughs> laugh about it throughout these films, which we I, I think is cool. We even see later that footage from it. Yeah. yeah, and the guy's wearing a ski mask. Yep. <laughs> and he has an electric hedge cutter. Did uh-huh. you notice that? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. not even a weapon. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so we get this whole little bit. Again, shit I didn't think was going to be important, but no. Again, it is incorporated yeah. later in the movie. movie so many great setup. horror movies just abandon the setup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this movie doesn't abandon anything, which I think really adds to the appeal, whereas everything's fun and makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, we think about other movies we've done where they just totally cut off plot points. Not done here. Yeah. So Paul shows up at the house, and he's going to, you know, to take out Meg, and he meets... The brother, the little brother, and he answers the door like an asshole, like any little yeah. brother from the 80s would do. Oh, Just absolutely. like the little brother in Night of the Demons. Yeah, yeah. same thing. <laughs> and, he meets, and he meets the mom, and, and the mom's kind of aloof. She's really busy, and Meg comes down, and she, you know she's wearing guest jeans? Remember uh, guest jeans? Yeah. I do remember them. Yeah, I just thought that was I'm like, oh, guest jeans. I haven't seen those I in I think forever. they're still around. I don't know. Matt, do you wear guest jeans? No, but I have. I, you know, I, I don't have lucky jeans anymore right now. Huh. Lucky jeans, boy. Lucky jeans. Don't <laughs> shake your head Got at me, Doug. <laughs> Did you get him at uh, the Chalk Garden? You <laughs> <laughs> were right. lucky jeans. You're a douche. Um, you. Nice. There you go to the Buckle to get those. Lucky the Buckle. Jeans? That's what I was trying to think of. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where the hell I got them. I think I got them at Norsem Rack. I don't give a shit. They were good jeans. Leave me alone. <laughs> the Buckle now has big and tall. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> they have rhinestones on the back pockets. No. Oh God! <laughs> they, have, they have like the the <laughs> fleur de lis <laughs> stitching. It was the minimalist <laughs> version. Your affliction yeah, your tap out shirt. <laughs> I mean that. <laughs> a fucking tap out shirt. I didn't have tap out. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ! What kind of shoes were you wearing when you bought those? K Swiss. <laughs> they, they were brown pleather, of course, or fake 
crocodile skin boots. Thinking. <laughs> Fucking tap out. <laughs> Timberland? Did I of course you had your, your Tim's Timberland on. Timberland boots? <laughs> no, I'm not sure. I'm not, cons- I'm not 100% on that. Do you get boot cut lucky jeans or do you get flair? <laughs> No. I gotta have the flares. My ankles, you know, I don't like the jeans touching no, my ankles. I, I prefer the loose fit. You bullies. So when you wear, when you wear your tap out t shirt, I don't have any do fucking tap out t shirts. Do you get the sleeves long enough to guys, cover your tribal tattoo? My <laughs> <laughs> fucking tattoos. Hey guys, we're all wrong because it was an Ed Hardy shirt. Okay, oh, we shit. made a mistake. Oh, I forgot about. Do you know? Ed the, Hardy. Do you remember they made Ed Hardy beer? What? And when you drank it, you what? pissed glitter. Oh. <laughs> Matt goes, oh, oh yeah, I, really? I pissed glitter for <laughs> like, a couple of summers. There's some beer out there I don't know Fucking about? Ed Hardy beer. I think it was sponsored by Hulk Hogan. And his Wait, they really had Ed Hardy They beer? really did. Okay, I wasn't aware of that. I can't believe that they, show? that they had Lucky yeah. Jeans and that you were recently wearing them. And then you told look, everyone you were look, wearing them. Look how he, he changes. He, he just shifts the dialogue. Now, recently? Recently? I don't recall saying I recently. Oh, I assumed them. it was like yesterday. See, yeah, you're making assumptions. I mean, they weren't cool in 2010. <laughs> they're not cool now, so it doesn't matter. No, they were I fine th- in 2010. They, I think they're cool. Yeah, they're no, they are. I'm cool. a utilitarian You're type right. guy. They, they fucking cool. worked for me. They were, so from, I don't give a fuck. they were from Nordstrom Rack. They were cool. Ed Hardy yeah. is cool. They were reasonably priced. Tap out. Soul affliction. <laughs> Had the fucking inseam that I need. Hang on, guys. I got to get my wraparound sunglasses. I'm gonna Ooh. hop on the road bike. Those are making a comeback. <laughs> they are. The Vipers. Mm-hmm. You got one of. The, you got some of those. I don't, but I see them. Yeah. In. Trucks. In trucks. trucks. With gun racks? Yes. Trucks with gun racks. <laughs> Fucking tap out, dude. Matt, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make what fun of you. What are you sorry of about? About yeah. us making fun of you. I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck. We're not. I, I I'll buy Lucky Jeans tomorrow if I they're th- priced right. <laughs> <laughs> Would you buy a tap out shirt? If it no. was priced right. Okay. No. You do draw the line somewhere. You guys, you haven't noticed I don't have a shit ton of t-shirts like you fools? Whoops. I know, a, I know you're wearing t-shirts. Oh. What graphic tee is under there? Yeah, Open the fucking it. door. What graphic tee is underneath the shirt? Let's see it. Oh, there's the belly like under fuckers. there. <laughs> I, just grab a, I just grab a shirt in the morning. It's my loaded <laughs> t-shirt. It's a... Oh, oh Lodisha uh, 2010. And here we go. Make fun of Matt round two. Lo- Logan <laughs> to Jackson Holt. Did you do Lodisha? Yes, he I've did. done Lodisha oh, multiple yeah. times. You're a badass. That is well, awesome. That's, that's actually, actually very, very, very fun impressive. Event. We can't make fun of you anymore. Oh, well, the, <laughs> the crazy thing is how many bumper stickers he's put on his car every year since he's done it. I just like, where do you keep getting the bumper stickers? I just added it. I just added it. Added 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 I just added, I Lodisha bitch. <laughs> What shirt are you wearing, Josh? It's my old ratty Descendants shirt that uh, I think... Ratty t-shirts to, are the best. I'm going to retire it tonight and cut the sleeves off, and it's going to be a swimming pool <laughs> shirt. <laughs> All right. Better buy a new Descendants I shirt will. to replace it. Hey, hey, Doug, what are you wearing? So I'm wearing a shirt of Rollins Band, nice. which, you know, everyone knows Henry Rollins and yeah. loves his shit. But yeah. ironically, I wore my Descendants jacket here today, so oh. I am kind of matchy-matchy with yeah, Josh. So you guys can 69 later. Twins. Nice. I mean, we intend to. Uh, I'm wearing a Ghostbusters shirt. Original Ghostbusters. Cool shirt. Something strange. Jesus. In your tap out shirt. Who you going to call? Ed Hardy. Oh. Sorry. Self Tanner. Listeners, I'm really sorry about that. I know a lot of you wear Ed Hardy and tap out, and I'm really sorry. That you do You're that. probably not listening to our podcast. Yeah, you no. do. We might have some Russian listeners. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Oh, guys. They're all fighting in Ukraine right now. Yeah. Hopefully getting defeated. 
so, hard. So Brian borrows these tools from the cool guy, and he goes back into the woods to fix his motorcycle. And so as he's there, he hears something in the woods, and he turns his, like, you know, his headlight on his motorbike, and he's looking through the woods. And all of a sudden, that homeless guy, the can man, jumps out with an axe, and we, we think he's oh. going to try to hack up Brian. No, he tries to cut his own arm off with the axe. So what does punk kid Brian do? He desperately tries to help the can man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's a nice guy. He actually yeah. starts chasing the can man to get the axe away from him so he doesn't hurt himself. And by the way, when the axe impacts his arm, the blob like comes up over the wound. Yeah. yeah. Like drinking the blood and mm-hmm. growing yeah, stronger. Hungry for blood. Yeah. So now this is a great setup. While this is happening, we cut back to the house with Paul and Meg. And Meg's like, oh, before we go, you got to meet my dad. And he goes in, and this is where the whole condom bit comes back around. The dad's reading a newspaper. He brings the newspaper down. We realize it's the pharmacist that Scott had told that Paul had bought the condoms for some stupid, shitty girl. Well, Mm -hmm. anyways, we get this shitty girl. Yeah, we get this whole joke where the pharmacist thinks the kid was talking about. Anyways, yeah. That's oh, he it. just lowers the paper and says ribbed, ribbed. doesn't he? Yeah, he goes, oh, yeah, he goes, <laughs> ribbed. He's that, he's that one dude, he's Babe Ruth from Sandlot. Yes, yes, he is. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's that guy. Yeah. I oh, wow. I saw this movie, I'm like, I've seen this guy, uh-huh. and I didn't look oh, it up. His That's, name is Art Lafleur. Yeah. Is that really his That's name? That's his real name, Art Lafleur. Wow. It's a yeah. cool name. He's in a lot of things, but I always associate him with yeah, Sandlot. Too. Babe Ruth. Mm-hmm. When I saw him, I'm like, hey, there's the babe. <laughs> so they uh heroes get remembered but legends never die keyed so they're in the car driving and you know they talk about oh man that you know i never made a worse first impression paul says and as they're driving he's not looking at the road and all of a sudden the old man comes running out of nowhere with brian in tow and they hit him with the car now they barely hit him this yeah. is one of the weaker yeah. car yeah. crashes I've ever seen. If I'm gonna get yeah. run over, I want to get run over like this. Yeah, it's like it's like oh, it's like oh, a car barely hit me. Oh no! So he falls to the ground and he's holding his arm. And in a couple shots with the light, you can actually see that his hand is just a, is bone. It's a mm-hmm. stub. Yeah, it's been dissolved. Really cool. And so now we have this confrontation because Paul, being the football player, obviously doesn't like Brian's bitch ass. <laughs> and Meg wants to help the old man, and they actually do what's right. They compromise. Paul's like, bro, get in the car. You chase him into the street. We got to get this old man help. And they do what kids should do. Unlike 90s films yeah. where they would have fucking left his ass and would have all died a different and way. started a whole franchise called I Know What You Did. Last exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Josh. Th- these kids uh, do the right thing. They take the can man to the hospital. Yeah. And they go in the hospital, and you can tell the nurse at the front desk is like, oh, great, we got a homeless guy. I don't want to work on this motherfucker because, oh. you know, what? But this is my thing about the hospital. This yes. is a trope yeah. of all horror movies. Yes, they where don't they care. go to no, they go to a hospital and nobody is fucking there. Yeah, there's true. nobody there. That's a good point. There is. It's just, empty. Yeah, it's kind of empty. You and see it in Halloween too, yeah. and so many other horror. True movies. True that. Mm-hmm. I, the, I thought you were just talking about how in movies they seem like doctors and nurses don't care. Yeah. Just not interested in this thing that's on this guy's I, arm. They do give him shit yeah, about not oh. having insurance. <laughs> so they, yeah. they ask the kids, and again, this ties into the plot, to fill out all this paperwork. My question to you guys is, what the fuck are they going to fill out? Right? They don't know the can man's name. Yeah. They don't know who his insurance provider is. Next of kin. Yeah. That, and that's not what they do at the ER. No. No, they just take you and, yeah. and help yeah. you. And they deal with the rest They'll later. They'll bill you later. Right. So Brian, not. Brian's like, hey, fuck this shit, I'm leaving. Because that's how he talks. Yeah, I gotta have a cigarette. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna smoke. <laughs> hey, hey, man, you see the fucking head come apart, man? 
Sorry, that's what he says in Platoon. And so he leaves, and the reason why the two are there is to fill the paperwork, right? Yeah. It's kind of fun. Um, so they're filling the paperwork out. They've brought the can man back to the room, and we get this kind of stupid small talk between Meg and Paul, you know, oh, I like you, yeah, I like you. But one thing I don't know if you guys noticed, when Brian's leaving, he showed compassion to the old man, and, it, and Meg got really turned on by it. Yeah. She's like, oh. You're not just some You're a nice guy. tough-hearted street kid with incredibly feathered I, hair. I want to get under that <laughs> that tough exterior. Yeah, you're a project because girls love a project. Yeah. Josh, yeah. as you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're with Meg, right? Because yeah. you were you're a project. project. It's fine. I, I, yeah, I am a walking project. <laughs> so Meg has done a good job with you. Yeah. We really appreciate <laughs> her adult work, Josh. Her work does shine through every day. I, I should say somewhat adult, Josh. <laughs> so. So we, now we have this connection, and, and it's real subtle, and it's done really well. And in most horror movies, um, the kind of interpersonal relationships are totally glossed over. Um, this movie doesn't. Yeah. You know, the only character, or the character we don't like is Brian. Now, I like Brian because he's so much a weirdo, but... He's blamed for everything that goes wrong. Everything in this yeah. whole movie. <laughs> so he leaves, and they're filling out the paperwork. We have that little scene, and they take the old man back. And now we've noticed that it's, it's probably fast forward a couple of hours and Meg is like falling asleep and, and Paul's like, yeah, bet you didn't expect this on your first date, huh? And she's kind of like, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, by the way, we've been here for three hours. You want to buy a soda or can I buy you a soda? And she's like, yeah, I'll take anything diet because, you know, it's the 80s. Yeah. Di- diet, please. Yeah. I'm going to diet RC Cola. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, right. <laughs> I want to diet right or a Shasta, please. Yeah, a tab. A tab. A tab would be great. <laughs> so he, he gets up to buy a soda from the soda machine and he looks like down the hallway of the hospital and he sees the old man laying in the bed with a blanket over him and he sees something is moving around under the blanket. Yeah. Creepy. And he's like, that's weird. And he yeah. notices like the other doctor isn't really around and as he walks we see the doctors in a room with a patient, just like consulting somebody. And so he keeps walking into the room. And I love this. This is the first great special effect. He walks up and like this, the can man's body like turns and his eyes are white and like mm-hmm. his neck is bubbling and bulging. He's like, ah. Yeah. This is the first really great effect. Yeah. It, it, no, it's yeah. half his body. This is would dissolved. look good now. Yeah. So yes, Paul Still looks good. Calls the doctor in and is really upset. And the doctor runs over there, and the doctor like feels the guy's neck, the can man's neck. <laughs> he's like, he's dead. Rips the blanket off, dude. His whole lower body is fucking dissolved in this mess. It's a mess, mm-hmm. yeah. and it looks wonderful. It looks like yep. we want it to look right. And now, starting now, it's like great effect after another. You're yeah. just bludgeoned Non-stop. with these awesome effects. So Paul's like, ah. <laughs> he runs away and calls 911 because he knows something is up. The, the doctor, meanwhile, gets on the intercom and calls the nurse. Everyone, again, is doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Finally. Paul's on the line with Herb's L- luckily office. Luckily, no one's in the fucking hospitals. So. No, there's nobody else there. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> desolate wasteland. Yeah. So Herb is on the phone. Or excuse me. Paul is calling Herb's office, Sheriff Herb's on the phone. And as he's on the phone, we see behind him... The blob is much bigger, yes. and it's like seeping up the wall behind yeah, it. Yeah, it looks yep. so cool. It's yeah. awesome. It's got to be a reverse effect, right? They, they did it. They down, do lots of reverse effects it. with a composite. Oh. Mm-hmm. The composites <clears throat> in this movie are very well done. Yeah, um, except with one exception, which is really brief. But this blob we see crawls up over him, and as he's on the phone, it's dripping, and it drips on the desk, and we get the aliens. 
acid, acid yeah. effect. Yep. Yeah. Which it's fine. And he slowly looks up and we see the blob on the ceiling. It's like, Bleh! like it's going to fall on him. We think he gets out of the way. Did you guys think he yeah, dodged Yeah, I kept thinking he was going to be the hero. Yeah. yeah, me too. I was surprised. He, he was jumps to the high. side and the blob falls right on too top big. of him. It's yeah. too big of a blob. Now, at this moment, Meg runs in, and holy shit, guys, this death scene it's so, is one so of good. the best death scenes. I've, I just love it. So his yeah. face, the blob is like stretching around his face like you're pulling saran wrap over someone's face. Mm-hmm, and he's, yeah. like, he's like yelling through it, and it's dissolving yeah, him. Yeah, you can see his face dissolving oh, underneath. Oh, my yeah. God. And then all of a sudden, and he's reaching out. Yes. Yeah. How about the sound he makes? He's like, yeah. and then his head like, like yeah. implodes. So oh. good. It is yeah. an awesome death. Yeah, the date is over. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And Meg, those ribbed condoms are not getting used. <laughs> no. Meg watches the whole thing, and she pulls his arm off. Doesn't she? Oh, oh right. she, yeah. he reaches yeah. out. She grabs yeah. his arm and pulls on it, and it dissolves. Uh. So his arm rips off, and then it falls to the ground. Mm-hmm. You can see where the arm comes through the floor if you look hard enough. But it looks really good, and his fingers are wiggling, yeah. and she passes out. <laughs> well, she she hit she because she falls back. Oh, did she hit her head? The wall. Yeah. Oh, I thought she passed. When his out. arm separates from his body, she falls back. Gotcha. And for, and for some reason, the blob doesn't go for her. Yeah, huh? I was because uh, it, it's it's got to move. It's, well, did you notice? It's got to digest. As you see this great shot of him uh, in the blob, you can see behind him. There's a window open, and it's kind of creeping through. Oh, it. I didn't notice it's, that either. Yeah, really? There's a lot of oh. weird, like subtle oh, details that move. Yeah, it's got bigger fish to fry, yeah. right? It's got to go out on t- on the town. Yeah, and shake kill. it, shake its kill. non-existent leg, and <laughs> needs to go take a dump. <laughs> by by maybe, the way, maybe I'm like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I forgot to mention this. Did you guys notice the car that Paul drives, Matt? Which one's Paul? The guy that just the died. One that just oh, got dissolved. It. Um, shit. Did I? It's an old Pontiac six thousand, huh. which was also an Oldsmobile Cutlass Sierra. Yeah, I didn't notice. My family had that exact car, except in a different color, and no I just shit. I saw that piece of shit, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I remember those. They sucked." It was one of those cars that flashbacks. Like, yeah, like four different um, manufacturers like made the same car. Remember that, Matt? Like. Yeah, there's yeah, a couple instances of that. Flashbacks of your family vacations and your Cutlass going to the lake. First of all, the thing never took us on family vacations because it wasn't reliable. <laughs> but it had this this like locks protected by like rusty on it. The sticker of this like red haired dude with a mustache. Remember oh that? Oh, no. And also, I... it still had the metal seatbelt that would burn the hell out of you oh, in the summer. Yes. Yeah, I do remember my, those. My dad had like a baby blue Cadillac from the '50s. That was like this. Beast Just of a, a monster. Did it have like oh, the man. the seat the airplane seatbelt that like the latch lifted up? I don't think it even had seatbelts. Oh, even better. So old. Oh, <laughs> even yeah. better. I think the front did, but I don't think the back did. No kidding. But this thing was a fucking beast. Like it was powder blue. <laughs> it you know, was I, so I, awesome. I, you know, I, I talk shit about these old cars. I mean, these cars did suck, but it would be fun to like see one like in yeah. that condition, just yeah. to drive around and feel how shitty it drove. And <laughs> I remember the speedometer. Remember that it had like the like the big rectangle the speedometer old, that yep. ended at like eighty five. There's no way this thing was ever getting to eighty five. <laughs> It'd be fun to drive it around the block and live in that like anxiety for ten minutes to see if you were gonna <laughs> oh, you know, make it all the way around. Just imagine getting on the freeway and having to merge on the freeway and just be like, we're gonna. <laughs> die jeez <laughs> anyways <laughs> i i digress i just wanted to talk about that dumbass car i love digressing yeah well you know we got this movie has a lot of fun little things in it yeah, that we yeah. get to talk about 
So right when this happens, we cut to the the whole police department is at the hospital um, trying to figure out what has happened. And they have found Meg, and Meg's talking about a blob dissolving Paul. They find remnants of Paul's dissolved, fucked up body, and they obviously see the, the can man's body. They think it's a serial killer that has like, attacked these people with acid. Yeah, and, and who do they pick up? Yeah. They pick up Brian. Pick up Brian, Brian did course. it. They're like, this guy. He they, did it. They think that she's imagining things, and so they, they pick up Brian, and as Brian's being driven in the squad car, he makes eye contact with Meg, who's going home with her parents. Yeah. Ribbed. Ribbed. <laughs> yes. That's what her dad's still thinking. Ribbed. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It, it's kind of... Uh, they keep showing this connection with Paul and Meg, and it's I'm like, the one glance was fine. Yeah. We don't need to keep... They, they do it like five times to the movie like to try to build... I'm like, no, we get it. Mm-hmm. She yeah. kind of likes him because he's the bad guy. You don't got to beat us over the head with it. Yeah. Anyways, you guys notice who the uh, sheriff's deputy is? Yes. Mm-hmm. Matt? Robocop he's, guy? Oh. He's the oh, guy, yeah, he's from the, Robo, guy. the henchman from Robocop yeah, that, that gets, gets toxic waste spilled yep. on him, hit yep. by the car, and explodes. I knew I recognized yeah. that guy, but I didn't put it together mm-hmm. until just now. Yeah, I mean, his his death is one of the best deaths in cinema. Yeah, yeah I, think, uh, I think I read the director kept referring to him as... Or he would say to him, he would call him Melty Guy yeah. as a <laughs> yeah. reference to Robocop. His name was Paul McCrane, by the way, the actor. Paul McCrane. Paul McCrane. We've talked about him before. He's hey, in a bunch of maybe stuff. Maybe they brought but... him on as a consultant for face melting. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Like you've had your face so, melted. Yeah. Tell but us. They, they call the coroner, and they're actually going to send results off because they're really confused by what happened. And again, they all do the right thing. So Meg gets home and her parents are kind of like, yeah, you've had a rough day. You're crazy. Here's a sleeping pill. Yeah. Good night. Why don't you go get some rest after you saw someone get killed? Yep. So what does Meg do? Pretends to take the sleeping pill, leaves it on the side of the bed and gets the fuck up out the window. Mm-hmm. Now, if my daughter is out with a boy and all these people are brutally murdered, she is not sleeping in her room alone. Yeah, I am no, there no, with no. a shotgun guarding the door. Yeah, for sure. Well, her mom doesn't believe her. She's like, because she even said, well, that's what I mean. If I... Me, right? And she's like, well, you're home now. And that's what's right. important. I'm yeah. like, oh, fucking kill this mom. <laughs> well, plus, if your daughter <laughs> makes up this her. crazy shit, like, I'm, that's another reason to be, if she, be like, she may have a mental problem. We should yeah. probably stay by her. No, yeah, this mom's like, take that. a sleeping pill. Yeah. In the morning, we'll go to McDonald's. We'll get a, a Big Mac. <laughs> or, not a Big Mac. What the fuck? An Egg McMuffin. Egg McMuffin. <laughs> uh, you got to be there before, what, 11 o'clock? Remember that? When you would get up, breakfast. hungover, and try to get the McDonald's it before 11? It used to be 10 o'clock. What was it? 10? Uh, was it 10? Then they bumped it. And then they bumped it to 11. And now it's whenever you want. All the time. The people wanted it 24 hours. Yeah. You've, have you guys noticed that I, I saw when they were making the switch to 24-hour day you know, breakfast, I knew that the apocalypse was near. Yeah. <laughs> have I been wrong since then? It is what has happened the since then, guys? Yeah, wars and rumors yeah. of wars. Yeah, and pandemics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, McDonald's, for all-day breakfast. Speaking Tearing of, apart our society. Speaking of pandemics, you yeah. know. So yeah, McDonald's creates all-day breakfast and ruins ruins the world. Do you remember how excited people were for that? You know how excited I was for that. You know how often I get McDonald's breakfast when really? it's not breakfast. Never. I think we just get excited for things we don't have, and then when we have them, we're like, "Man, eh, that wasn't yeah. so great." Yeah. I don't know. I may, maybe I'll get a hash brown tomorrow with a cheeseburger, and then just that. that of course, that will really help the apocalypse come into. Put your hash brown on the cheeseburger. <gasps> God. Carl's Jr. used to make a breakfast burger that had a hamburger mm. patty you and mean a Hardee's? hash brown. No, <laughs> Carl's Jr. That's, that's, hamburger a, that's patty. a joke for people not from here. Yeah. Like, okay, I got you. We had our own Hardee's. That's true. Carl Malone Carl was Malone. a person. <laughs> but anyway, hamburger Seriously? patty, yeah. egg, hash brown patty. Sounds delicious. Yeah. 
breakfast burger. Hmm. Matt, you're a big McDonald's guy. You eat there three or four <laughs> times a week. Yeah. What do you think about the all-day breakfast? Do you, like you get like a McGriddle at like 6 p.m.? Ever? I eat there once every You get Happy Meals months. in the morning and McGriddles at night just to... Matt, you don't have to be a character. We know you wear a particular brand of jeans. Oh, yeah. And yeah, eat okay. McDonald's for dinner. I feel, well, hey. I feel lucky to know what type of jeans <laughs> you wear. <laughs> whatever fantasy you guys want to spin, I'll just you know, I'll go I just along picture with you with like hamburger patties over your nipples <laughs> as you just lay in tight, lucky jeans with an affliction shirt just like thrown over your railing. And you're like, Ken, McDonald's time. Yeah. With your Ed Hardy slippers. <laughs> you know the two types of people that wear Ed, Ed. Hardy slippers. They probably made those. They, I guarantee they, it. Yeah, you for sure. very knowledgeable about Ed there, Hardy's there, Well, there was offerings. two types of people that wore Ed Hardy, okay? Uh, uh. People that had money and wanted you to know they had it, or people that don't have money but want you to think they have money. <laughs> Back do, in the Ed Hardy week. I do like your McDonald's conspiracy, though, because I like fun conspiracies. I always blamed them taking away Mexican pizza at Taco Bell. Oh, man. You, you know how upset so my family was when I that happened? I am still upset. It's coming back. I know. They're Taco, bringing it back. Taco Bell had the Mexican, Mexican pizza? Yeah. So so what, Matt? So Dude, good. you guys eat like shit, I guess. <laughs> you wear fucking lucky jeans. You, Fuck off. You go to Einstein Bagels well, I, every morning. Oh, and you're her. saying I eat like right. shit. I, there's so much bullshit flying. It's, it's I'm overwhelmed here. Number one. All right. No, let's I break don't, it down. I don't currently wear lucky jeans, although I would if it's priced right. And secondly, what was that? Oh, the Einstein bagels. Yeah. You don't eat there, do you? I went there Saturday morning. Yeah, I'll have a bagel. I like Einstein's. What's okay. wrong? I, what like kind a, of bagel? I like a bagel. I like a I, I do the uh, Asiago Riches. with the jalapeno schmear toasted. Nice. Uh, Josh, what kind of bagel? Oh, you call it schmear. Uh, I hate that I like, word. Uh, I like a sunflower bagel from Rich's. Shout out to the local company. Yeah. Doug. I just like a plain bagel or a cinnamon raisin. Hmm. Pretty ordinary. Yeah, it's pretty vanilla, man. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm cinnamon raisin with... Spicy, ooh, jalapeno, With cream cheese, cream no cheese. regular cream cheese, well, jalapeno, and a, and, and a coffee. That's oh. all you need in life. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm getting cinnamon raisin, it's plain. If I'm getting like a cheese bagel or something, I'm yeah. getting like jalapeno. So, anyways, guys, back to this uh, ridiculous movie that is actually very good. So we cut to Scott, and he's with the girl he had talked about, and they're parked in the woods, and he's you know trying to take advantage of her, and she's played by who, Doug? Erica Alaniac. Who is from what movie? Under Siege. What TV show, Josh? Baywatch. Ah, and what magazine was she featured in, Matt? Playboy. Wait, yes. how come I get the Playboy reference? Am I, I'm well, not a perp. Next time there's a Playgirl reference, then I'll pass it to you. <laughs> That's we know fine. You're more expert in that. Fine. Fine. So we see that he's a creeper and he's already got her drunk and he's got like these cups with this red liquid, which I thought was a good choice because it reminds us of the blob. Mm-hmm. And I think that was intentional to wonder if somehow yeah. it's in her drink or this whatever. This guy had a cool trunk. He has Dude. a full bar. He a full no. Bar. <laughs> he, let's talk about what's in it. He walks to the trunk. Now, he's already told this girl that he's his girl. She's wearing his class ring. As he goes to the <laughs> trunk and opens it, there's basketball hoops. Yeah, There's, there's a, a box of cheap fake class rings yeah. and all the types of liquor. There's probably like breath spray. And, oh, uh, Banaka. Yeah. What else is in there, Doug? Hot ass strawberries. <laughs> strawberries. Yeah. You don't want to keep strawberries in your trunk. No. In Louisiana, even though this is supposed to be Colorado. Things would be rotten and gross. It, it reminded me of the the bathroom attendants in the shady bars. You know. Absolutely. <laughs> Matt, you and I. Have, yeah. yeah, we know. Yeah, they used to have those in the Planet Hollywood in Vegas. <laughs> of yeah. course. They'd, they'd hand you your towel and can all I, that. Can I give a oh, shout yeah. out to bathroom attendants though? I kind of miss them in a way. I, you know, I always tip those guys, and I and I just was always so interested in the products that they had. They had oh. an array of cologne. They had every cologne. Yeah, cheap to expensive. They had <laughs> breath mints, gum, 
Banaka. They had like little hand wipes. And, and then the good ones, like like you said, in Vegas or in Chicago, are these nicer places. It was just amazing to me the stuff they had. And I always wanted to be like, dude, how much do you make? I'm just curious. Like, what do you make in a night yeah. doing this? Yeah. Enough to buy all that shit. I remember the first time I ever saw one. I was a teen in Vegas, and I was blown away. Did he, did you, dude, did you, did this he is hand you the awesome. towel to dry your hands? Yes. And you were like, did you tip him? No, well, no, because oh. I was like 12 years old or something. <laughs> so I didn't have any money. That's not cool. But I was like shocked at how amazing this was yeah like, this is fancy the only thing that ever they, weirded me out is when they when, is when they shook my dick after i peed yeah that <laughs> some was of weird. them get a little over the top yeah, yeah. yeah. i still tipped them a lot i went uh you go in there to poop and they're there to wipe your butt for you like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's okay seems a little overboard yeah that's overkill guy and this yeah. is yeah. a solo yeah. project Wasn't kramer's mom one of those she was yeah <laughs> yeah she was <laughs> she was by the way how many bathroom attendants do you think listen to this podcast probably 30 percent. probably none anymore oh. <laughs> i don't think they exist <laughs> no offense listeners i think people decided that hanging out in the bathroom wasn't an awesome job also those hand dryers took her to yes yeah, so, dyson so so women had bathroom attendants because i have only known it to be men they had to have but yeah. women are so prepared no. Man, we, we're dumb. We have nothing. Right. That's true. We are idiots. You know, I'm, my breath's stinking from drinking too much. I stagger in there. He's like, hey, man, you want some banaca? I'm like, yeah. He's like, you want some cool water? I'm like, yes. Yeah. And women are perfect little creatures that they are, are always some put of them. together. And they are. Yeah, so he's got all this shit in the trunk because he's he's getting this girl drunk and he's mixing drinks and he mixed these he he has this like this he calls it something he's like my special strawberry yeah, drink or whatever stupid this guy's a dumbass <laughs> yeah and he had his own little blender yeah, yeah. oh that's right he had a hand <laughs> blender in the eighties yeah so he walks back in the car now why before he gets back to the car we see a POV of the blob it's in the bushes mm-hmm. yeah. rolling. Mm-hmm. And he left the car, the driver's side door open. He did because the girl, his girlfriend's already passed out. So he gets in there to give her the drink, and he realizes that she's not responding. Mm-hmm. And so, he's, so he decides to get real rapey. Well, yeah, he yeah. starts saying like creepy stuff. He has he's that like dialogue oh, in his hot. hair where he's, he's like, "Oh, those are nice yeah. buttons. They look like they're made of, or your blouse looks really real well soft, cra- well crafted, yeah. but." It is kind of hot. And then he rubs the material and says something about the material. Then he starts unbuttoning her buttons. Oh, her name is Vicky. Yeah. And he gets it so just like her bra's exposed. And what does he do? He he thinks about it for half a second, reaches his hand right in the in the cup of the bra, a cup of boob, dives in. Right then, guys, he fucking paybacks a motherfucker because the blob has already eaten her and is like inside inside of her, and it all of a sudden pops out. Like grabs his arm and we get this great. It's like these little tubes come out. Yeah, yeah. But then we get this awesome tentacles, like hydraulic pressure slime shoot out over him. <laughs> yeah. Oh god! And it and like her face sucks in. Yeah, like it, yeah. it is. Guys, this death is awesome. Yeah, her Paul's whole face death is like was great. Vacuumed in. Yeah, it's disgusting. Slime shoots out. We see his foot gets dragged in the car because he breaks the window when he's getting you know destroyed. Really cool. And after he's dead, we see that the blob rolls out of the car, and it's bigger. Every time it eats someone, it's bigger, right? Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. goes into the sewer, which heads right into town. Yep. yep. We're doomed. Oh, shit, guys. Oh, shit. So we see that the blob is like, rolled into town, and this is where we cut to Brian is with the police. 
and the deputy is really trying to interrogate him and shit, and he's just coming back at him with all types of stuff. And he knows his rights. That's what's cool. Yeah. He's been arrested 50 yeah. times. He knows. Yeah. He's like, I want to call my lawyer. It's not his first rodeo. This stupid-ass cop is hazing this high school kid about his the, shitty the, life. The deputy, though, not Herb. Yeah, the deputy. He's like, your mom is out with Johnny Walker. Oh, I'd right. call your dad, but nobody knows who he is. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, what well, the fuck? It wasn't that it's horrible. Right before that's that. That's kind of funny, though. Didn't he, uh, he got in a... Uh, in what's he, the deputy got face. right in, in Brian's face <laughs> and he licks Brian right. licks his face. Oh, yeah, I, Dude, do you think that was it? Doesn't look planned, improvisational. I think because well, if you watch like the what's his name, the deputy, he's like, oh, oh he yeah. like rubs his <laughs> yeah. face. It had to be improv. I think that was improv. And That's if you did brilliant. that in real life, a cop would bust oh. your ass. Would, yeah. Well, then popped. they would put the little mask on the muzzle thing on you, <laughs> yeah. and oh, it'd be the end of you. Yeah, you'd catch an ass kicking. So we see that, but Herb is listening to this. And Herb, the sheriff, is a, is a good dude. And he's like, you know what? This fucking guy is not the killer. This guy is, is the kid that I know. That he, but he's not a killer. He's a lot of stuff. So they let him go. And the deputy's pissed, right? So as they let him go, he's walking down the street. And he doesn't have his bike still. And Meg, who snuck out, runs into him. And she's like, you know, pulls up. She's like, yeah, I want to talk to you. And he's not really interested. And he's just hungry as fuck. He's like, I'm going to get a sandwich, right? Yeah. He's like, I've been in jail all evening. I'm hungry. I'm yeah. dinner. Not interested in talking. No. So he goes into the Pie Pan Cafe. And, and you know, Fran's still working because she runs the cafe. And she's like, we're closed. He's like, come on. And she's yeah. like, okay, I'll make you a sandwich. Because Fran's got She's empathy. a great lady. Yeah, she's, she feels sympathetic for Brian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she makes him a sandwich. And then Meg comes back in. And we get this whole chat where... She's the cool high school girl. He's the loner, you know, bad kid. The loner but, weirdo. And, and he actually kind of insults her, but he feels bad. And again, this goes back to why do they keep got having these connections? We yeah. get it. Yep. And he, you know, they end up eating a sandwich together. And it's, you know, yeah, it's they're going to go find nice out little what happened. Yeah. So this happens. And then Fran walks back in the kitchen. And there's this greasy, derpy dude that looks like Razor Ramon, <laughs> who is the, the, the you know, the, the line he's the, cook. Yeah, he's the cook, chef or whatever. So they're cleaning up after the night. And she goes to the sink and the sink is clogged. And she's like, oh. So she gets the plunger. And she have can't. you ever plunged a sink? I have. You have? Uh-huh, I've never restaurant. seen that done before. I've, yeah, I've done that too. Okay. Uh, so do you use the same plunger in the bathroom as no. in this? Um, you have a sink plunger. I, no. I just had a bad, horrible memory of my dad. And oh, boy. He plunged he the. He did once. And he, no. He, you son of a fuck. He used the <laughs> toilet plunger in the sink? Yeah. What? Did you immediately get the Clorox out? Yes. Clorox at the <laughs> yes. sink? Yes. Like or did God. you just start using it as a toilet henceforward? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So <laughs> she can't plunge. Fran's not strong enough. So Razor Ramon walks over. He's like, yeah, I'll do this. I'm strong as shit. So he starts plunging it like you would normally would, like pretty yep. hard yeah. in yeah. the sink. This yeah. would be Matt in the movie. Yeah, Matt's like, yeah, this is you. He's the tough You're the guy. line cook, the tough line cook. Okay, fine. And he's like, ah, ah. And, and he, water's not moving, so he sticks his hand Why in the Why the hell would you stick your hand? I have done yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. You put your hand in there? Yes. I stick my hand in my sink at home right now. If it's backed up? Like, well, if there's something like in the, the teeth. disposal, yeah. In the teeth of dis- disposal, you have to reach your hand down there yeah. and get it out. It's the most tense it moment is. of your life whenever it you is. have to do it. Yeah. Because you're you watching what the, the hell's switch, down there. And what you're watching you, that switch. Like, like what oh. if a small measuring spoon gets it down there? Exactly. You have to get That's it out. But guys, this is why shit. this scene works is because we all feel that. Oh, mm-hmm. my God, he's yeah. sticking his hand in the sink. Yeah. And he's in there for a while, and you think the classic, his hand's going to get ripped in, is going to happen. It doesn't. <laughs> he pulls his hand out. He's like, ah, oh, there's like some 
jellyfish slimy stuff in here. Yeah. He puts his hand by his side in the blob burst from the sink, <laughs> grabs his face, and then so with all good. the hydraulic hy- hydraulic hydraulic force it can muster, pulls him through the small diameter drain. Yeah. Bones broken. Blood spit ass so all close. up in the air. Fran is screaming. Meg and and Brian run out. It is a gruesome, yeah. awesome yeah. death. It's almost like he's getting munched by the Garbage disposal. It's, it's just like, and then like blood the pipes. Shooting, yeah, the pipes yeah. are breaking and blood and spraying. Bulging out. the pipes. Oh, yeah. are bulging. It's like a cartoon bulgy pipe. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> like straight out of Looney Tunes. It's a real cool death. Mm-hmm. Like again, this movie doesn't disappoint with how people die. Mm-hmm. Like awesome. there's not one wasted death in the whole movie. I know. Nope. It's great. True. Yeah. So, anyways, when this whole thing happens, they're all in there, and we get this awesome reverse scene where. What they do is they they shoot the image upside down so it looks like the blob flows upwards onto the ceiling. Mm-hmm. It's a composite, but it is really nice. It looks wonderful. It's dynamic. It's exciting. Um, this movie's from the '80s, but this scene works. Yeah, and I love it. And now it's on the ceiling, and it can apparently shoot out like arm things. Yeah, a little yeah. tentacle. Type yeah, like thing. knocks something out of Fran's hand, and <laughs> <Yeah>. like ah. <laughs> so Fran runs one direction. And then Meg and Brian run the other. Now, this is the only special effect shot I have a problem with, and it's a real brief shot of the blob on the ceiling chasing Brian and Meg. It's like literally oh. a 10-second shot. Yeah. Maybe, probably less than that. Mm-hmm. I have one other issue later in the film. You got one other scene? CGI-ish gotcha. look. So they run into the freezer. Now, this is my art design and direction problem, and this is a glittering problem. Why does the inside of this freezer look like someone shot a seven roper all over it? It looks like it is covered in jizz. Am <laughs> I wrong? True. It doesn't look like ice. That's true. It doesn't look Spider-Man like a freezer. It, I'm like, is this a sick joke? What is this? Yeah, it didn't it didn't it looks, look it right. looks weird. I'm like, did someone just randomly like drip white paint all over the walls? That's like what it's not ice. <laughs> yeah. So, maybe a bunch of uh, silkworms were in there. Maybe, they, maybe you they're go. harvesting silkworms. I don't know. It's like, like someone before, had a had a bottle of Curel and was just like pumping it all over the yeah. walls. It used to be a place where they harvested silkworms, and then that's that you know sense. a restaurateur bought it and turned, turned it, it into, into the a freezer. freezer yeah, and, you know, the walk-in freezer. They couldn't get those silkworms off the wall. I've been into a lot of walk-in <laughs> freezers. Everyone, it, it, everyone would know what it was when you saw like frozen food in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I've, they're like, no, let's make it look like someone just. All I've walls. worked in restaurants and you know none of the freezers looked like that. I no. don't know. My local swinger meetup place <laughs> is the walk-in freezer. You, you go to the meat the, the meat market. Is yeah. that what your club is called? In, in my first job, <laughs> yes. Back in the day, I was a dishwasher, and I and I remember I I'd worked there for a couple months, and they never moved me up to the to to work even prep yet. And I was like, hey can I work prep? I'd really like to get a raise. And the, the shift manager goes, Oh, you want a raise? He goes, he goes, get a tab of butter and meet me in the cooler. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Now again, oh, you could talk like Is that. this real. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Tolly. His name was Tolly. The restaurant was Dinelli's and I had a, a good buddy who worked there with me and I've got stories for, he used to sprinkle his pubes on the toilet oh. seat. He goes, Hey Ken, clean the bathroom. I left something in there for oh you. Oh my God. <laughs> Gross. Yep. This guy was a maniac. This is John way of flirting with Tolliver. You. Yeah. He always would mess with me really bad. Like, so the owners of the restaurant went to high school with my parents, 
and I don't think they liked my parents <laughs> because <laughs> they treated me like shit. Uh, I didn't work th- work there very long, but uh, enough time to take a lot of abuse. But yeah, if you want a raise, get a tab of butter and meet me in the cooler. Yeah. <laughs> Needless I, to say, guys, I never got a raise. I worked at a restaurant once, and you know how when you close a freezer door, the light automatically turns off. Yeah, yeah. And it's got that locking like yeah. handle. Yeah. So I left a coworker in there by himself, and we closed the door and left him <laughs> locked in there. <laughs> nice. And you could hear him slipping around, and then you hear. Oh, shit. oh, you like fell? <laughs> yeah, because the floor was like <laughs> icy, all icy and yeah. slippery. We heard him eat shit, so then we let him out. His name was Austin Bean, and he wear Peter Pan pants. So he deserved to be in there. Is what <laughs> yeah, you're saying. is that a I bullying mean, story, Doug? I mean, I liked him. I liked enough Austin. to lock him he in the freezer, cool, but you know. you know, you lock people in the cooler, Doug, not the freezer. Yeah. They can die in the freezer. I wasn't gonna keep him in there. Yeah, I would have. I just closed the door and heard him slip around. But then when he fell, I let him out. Yeah. So, anyways, the art direction in this this freezer is ridiculous and terrible. So the blob's chasing him and and wants to seep underneath the door. Well, it gets underneath the door and it doesn't like the cold and some of it freezes up. So it makes like that weird noise. It's like Bah-bah! yeah, and it pulls out and we see that some of the slime, the blob shit, has been frozen and left behind. Yeah. Okay. So now we cut right from there to a window breaking. And at first I'm like, is there a window in this freezer? Because that really doesn't make yeah. sense. But no, it's Fran jumping out of the window in the um, prep area where she went to get out. And she cuts herself getting out of the, out of the window. So what does she do? She runs right to a telephone <laughs> phone yeah. booth. Guys, telephone booths are not good in sci-fi or horror movies. No. Stay out of telephone booths. This is as bad of idea as the dude that jumped on the tire in Tremors. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, because yeah, there's a hole in it. Yeah. Josh, I don't know how old you are, but have you ever made a call in a phone booth? I have. Okay. Matt, you oh. have. I have. Yeah. Doug, have you? Yeah. I liked phone booths. They were mm-hmm. fun and weird. So yeah. seeing the phone booth in this was great. Now, obviously, she gets in the phone booth. Big mistake. She does the right thing, though. She starts calling the police. But what does the blob do? It gets over and drapes its yeah. whole self over the phone it's booth. So cool. And we get this amazing shot of the pressure it's exerting on the phone booth. So as she's in there and this thing's exerting more and more pressure, she looks up and Herb is dead. Oh, Very right. unceremoniously dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Floating in the slime. His eyeballs like popped out. He's like half dissolved. Mm-hmm. So kind of a cool. jump scare. And all of a sudden... You know, she's screaming and we see more and more pressure and this thing implodes like a submarine past crushed depth, right? Yep. And it's very dynamic, very hard. And it's yeah. she's like Fast. like yeah, like her body's like broken apart, her arms and legs probably snap off. Mm-hmm. Very effective, simple shot. Yep. I mean, I I thought this death was one of the cooler ones because of the way she died. Yeah, and the herb dummy or whatever they use is really creepy. It looks really good. And I guess like when they were making it, they're like, does it, it doesn't really look like him. No one's gonna know who this is. So they put his like police badge. Is that why they in had the wrong him? spot on his body just to <laughs> so we can see it? <laughs> just so identify. it's in the frame. Yeah, that's what did it for me. It yep. kind of at the, it was at that shot that reminded me. I don't know if you guys remember that they had a toy back in the. I guess it started in the seventies, but it was called Slime. Do you remember Slime? I, I had slime, but not like a, a, you just you just bought it in a little plastic container, and it was yeah, just a in screen. a vending machine, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a quarter. Just, oh yeah, we used to buy. I used to buy that all the time. My mom yeah. hated it because it stained the walls. Yeah, yeah, it stained it shit. Yep. It was always yep. fun to play with until I it got too shit. much shit floating around. It was around petroleum in it. based back then. Oh, and now yeah, they're water based. Yeah. Yeah. but it reminded me of that. Like after playing with it for a while, and it would start to pick up shit. Yeah, it had this very distinct smell. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. It was probably toxic as hell. Well, if it was petroleum based. 
So the whole death scene is really cool. And now we, we cut back to Megan Paul and they've decided they're going to get the hell out of the freezer. Now, for, for some reason in the freezer, there's a meat hook. What are they hanging their <laughs> own cattle in there? Yeah. Yeah. So he Small walks town. out the meat hook because that's going to defeat the blob. And we get a weird jump scare where he attacks a can of beans and like busts open a can of beans. But um, they're like, we need to get out of here. And Meg goes, well, the front door's locked. And he goes, I got a key. And he picks up a brick. I'm like, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it's lo- it doesn't lock from the inside, what the fuck? Yeah. This door locks from the inside. So dumb. Anyways, from that point, now we cut outside and the priest is walking back from God knows where. With a briefcase, probably holding like Indiana Jones shit. And he sees the blob. And he's like, oh shit. And, and the blob is like coming out of the restaurant. And it goes into the sewer. And so he, he has this really weird interest in it. And so he walks into the, you know, the Pican Cafe yeah. mm-hmm. and goes right to the freezer and sees remnants of the frozen blob. Now, the blob, when it freezes, freezes like crystals, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he picks them up, finds a jar, and puts them in a jar. What the fuck, guys? Something I thought, I again, they weren't going to tie this together. But, yeah. oh, they tie it together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He's a weird gem collector. That's what He's I thought. really weird. <laughs> yeah, he collects them and he leaves. We cut to Brian and Meg walking to the police department. Right thing to do, right? Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. 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 Like so, you would. Yeah. So they show up, and, and the operator's really busy taking calls, and they hear that you know, Sheriff Herb is missing, but the deputy's in the woods. And Brian's like, well, shit, that's up by where my, my motorbike is. Let's get up there and see what's going on, right? So they go straight like, like you know, Chippendale's Rescue Ranger style to, like, <laughs> investigate. Chippendale with this danger. Matt, you ever watch that show? <laughs> I, you guys lost me. You watch Chippendale's Rescue I'm Rangers. I'm as familiar with that shit as you are with Lucky Jeans, fucker. <laughs> yeah, I'm not familiar at all. <laughs> uh, I'm so proud to say that. Whatever, man. The I've NES on, game of it was I've awesome. Yeah. Lucky Jeans. So did you guys like, did you like there the like go. the Chippendale from, like, the oh. 50s and 60s, though? Mm-hmm. Can you can you differentiate Sorry, between I'm pic- Chip I'm and Dale? You're putting shirtless men yeah. in my <laughs> head. <Ken>. What? <laughs> Chip and Dale's. I, yeah. Chip and Dale's, not the strippers. Okay. And it, the Rescue Rangers. We've digressed. Matt obviously is not a Chip and Dale fan. That's okay. Did you like Daffy Duck? I mean, I know Daffy Duck. Okay, Daffy. fuck off. So they're going to investigate, and they go up by where Brian's motorcycle is, and all of a sudden they, they see there's a bunch of dudes in biohazard suits and they're like military or something yeah and so of course military guys when they're doing secret stuff talk really loud <laughs> so yeah. everyone around them can hear hey everyone what is this thing over here this is a space capsule where we're testing viruses and it mutated into <laughs> some type of killer form of creature we can use to fight the russians <laughs> that's what they say and that's what what meg and brian hear but as they're kind of like um you know hiding we we had this really jagged cut into a movie theater and we don't know that it's a cut because it's like these two, it's like a kind of girl like out in the woods kind of by where Brian and Meg were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like messing around and the guy's like, hey, I think someone's watching us. And there's like a dude with like a, like hedge trimmers. Yeah. And he's like, I think he's some type of like voyeuristic creep. And the girl goes, let's give him something to watch. <laughs> and then they look up and he's wearing a mask and he holds like the electric clippers over his head. He's like, so ah, stupid. He, yeah, he's like, ah, clearly making fun of slasher films. Exactly. And then we show that it's the two kids from earlier in the movie, Meg's brother and his friend in the movie theater watching the movie. They were, they're not supposed Why to watch. Why is the one kid have headphones I was going to say that he's yeah. constantly. Remember back yeah. in the, the day time. when headphones were like expensive, there was kids that just wore them constantly. Walkman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's yeah. that kid. I he's had a in the movie man. watching a movie, but listening to some 
He's listening to, to Depeche He's Mode. Re- no, he that kid was listening to Rico Suave for sure. <laughs> Bro, Rico Suave wasn't out yet. <laughs> or maybe that came out in 92, so he's or 91. Uh, well, so. he's probably listening to New Kids then. Oh, oh, oh. He probably was. <laughs> the right <laughs> stuff. What the hell? Matt, did you like New Kids? <laughs> no. Ever? No. No. You never thought that, you no. know, Jordan was your guy? No. Never had How that How about thought. Joey? No. Please no don't to all. You love that shit. You're a lying ass. No. Negative. Yeah. Anyways. Step by step. Oopie. Oopie. Yes. Well, I know that doesn't mean I like it. Josh is smiling uncomfortably right now no, because he's got a new kid's poster. I'm just remembering because I have four older Ooh, sisters baby. and uh, <laughs> new kids was, was on a lot. Yeah. So the new kids came out in 86. <laughs> and so we were at the grocery store. Did I have, have I told the story on the podcast? I, I might don't, have. I don't know. So no. tell it again. My mom didn't like want us to buy toys because we didn't have a lot of money. So there's like the little like gumball machine thing oh, yeah. for pins. And so me and my sister put a quarter in and we both get a new kid's pin. Oh. I got Joey. She got Jordan, right? <laughs> Did you immediately trade? Listen, no. <laughs> <laughs> me being a dumb kid, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. I, I put it on, I think it was like my backpack or something oh, on the shit. thing. Awesome. You go to school with that shit Bro, on? Bro, I oh, went to man. school with that shit. Did you get hazed like it was crazy? A, it was a horrible, horrible life decision that I made. I did the same thing, but with Spice Girls stickers, and I put them on my bike. Oh, no. Oh, but the Spice Girls are awesome. I know. I love them. Here's what's crazy. This uh, pin was literally the size of a dime. I was like 50 feet away from the school before someone was like started yelling, what the fuck? <laughs> You're a fucking bitch. New kids, huh? Hey, Kenny Cringe, bitch. And the printing sure. was really shitty too. Dude. Like one of those. Yeah. I, I never threw something down <laughs> and disowned it so fast in my life. And I remember thinking, oh, my sister did that as a joke. These guys yeah. fucking. Uh, yeah. Or, I, I or just, whatever I said in the 80s. I just remember I have a similar story like that, but it wasn't with a pen or pin. It was with a sweatshirt that my grandma gave me that had my name on it. Ooh. Oh, that's so dumb. That was a bad idea. Horrible. It just said Doug, like on the <laughs> left breast. People were like calling me, like people I didn't know were just like calling me out all day, like Doug. And I'd be like, how do you know my name? And I'm like, oh, fuck this oh stupid coat. shirt. Damn it. <laughs> Never wore that stupid saw, sweatshirt yeah. again. So Josh, there's a it. PSA warning you against that because people right. come up and be like, hey, you owe me a dollar, Doug. Yeah. Hey, Doug, get in my van. And you're, <laughs> and you're dumb enough to be like, oh, Josh, you know my name. Josh, you did Spice Girl stickers. Yes. I did a new kid's pin. You had your name on your coat, mm-hmm. Matt. So you had to have had something embarrassing happen to you. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't know. Lucky jeans. No, that's, that's not yeah, embarrassing, that's embarrassing at all. Enough. No, it's not. When, when you were a kid, did you ever do anything like that? You went to school not thinking uh, about the, something? I also French rolled my jeans one time when apparently in Chicago hell? it wasn't cool anymore. And this kid, Nick, that dude told me right away. <laughs> yeah. I unrolled those jeans so fast. What's wrong with you? I did the uh, overalls where you unbutton oh, or oh, latch oh. one yep. side. They were too. I never had a pair because they were expensive. <laughs> I did that too. <laughs> I wore them on the first day of school one year, and it was still hot as hell. And I was wearing black overalls, long pant overalls, not cool, with one side on. Did you look like Blossom? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Whoa, <laughs> Matt, you had to have done something. My, oh my god! Maybe my brain uh, tr- has, has buried it so deep. I'm trying. I don't know. I'll think. Think I'll, about your torturous. Yeah grade school moments matt was not picked on he was the cool guy no, but also not a bully he was no i was the runt who was picked on until my junior year then i'm like what's up now you're a gentle giant you're so lovely 
You know, my my niece asked my mother that. Is Matt a gentle giant? You are. Uncle, is Uncle Matt a gentle giant? I'm like, damn it. You are a lovely individual. My kids make jokes about Big Matt now, and it's so funny because <laughs> my kids call him Big Matt. Yeah. And so <laughs> the other day, so I was, uh, I told my kids, I'm like, well, we're gonna get a different car, and my son goes, you think Big Matt will fit in it? <laughs> what the hell? I'm like, I don't know, man. I, I hope he, he does. He doesn't fit in your cross track. I, I know. He's, he's worried it's about it. It's a Mazda Miata. That's a no. No, man. you're, you're <laughs> not fitting in that. No. I actually thought of you the other day because I got oh. in my wife's Impreza. I could who fit in that. We're what? replacing that soon. But I sat in there and I'm like, there's no fucking way Matt would sit in this car and his head's not <laughs> like, cranked like over like this in the top. <laughs> so we're in this awesome movie with the kids and we see the projectionist remember when there's projectionists mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i always thought that would be a cool job i never got to do it too you yeah. get to watch all the movies for free yeah and you get to hang out up there and like do weird stuff yeah, yeah. and then you become like a wise homework. old man yeah last action hero so done last action hero the projectionist is up in the booth sweating and he's mad about it and he notices there's no air coming out of the ac so he calls down to the manager. He's like, dude, it is hot as balls in here. The and AC's it would broke. would be. Oh, it would be so hot. Because the old projectors had a, a bright light mm-hmm. with a fan that put out a lot of heat. Anyways, yeah. the manager's like, dude, the AC's working just fine. What are you talking about? He's like, well, you better get up here. So he has these weird glasses with lights on them. And he does what any <laughs> yeah. normal projectionist and would I do. And I want those glasses yeah. right now. Well, let's get them. <laughs> I could help help me find stuff yeah, I Amazon. drop under the couch. You can make some cool Devo music videos. We yes. could. It looks like, yeah, it's like a Devo prop. <laughs> yeah. So he sticks his hand in the AC. And guys, what is in there? The blob. Mm-hmm. What does it do? Blub. Kills the projectionist. Yeah. Then what happens? The manager comes upstairs. Projectionist is nowhere to be found, but guess where he is, guys? On, on, the, on ceiling. the ceiling. Another in cool his, effect. His body is like <laughs> melted and contorted, like into the blob. And by the way, the guy was playing with the yo-yo earlier. Now the, the blob is down. making yeah. him like yo-yo. That's awesome. <laughs> and then we we get the POV from the blob now killing the manager. My problem mm-hmm. with that though is I don't care who you are. You open that door, you have peripheral vision. You would see this huge. I mean, it is dark in there. Pulsating thing on the that's on true. the ceiling. But, you know, it wouldn't lead to this next cool part. Yeah. Well, but, no, but before we get the cool part, we actually cut back to the bio team. And this is when they've they've actually captured Brian and Megan. They act like they're going to help them. They're like, oh, you know, and they give them a lot more back story than they need. But then they're like, hey, you got to get in this van. And it's essentially a paddy wagon. Yeah. And Brian's like, fuck this. Yeah, and he, he grabs Megan. He's like, let's get the hell out of here. Well, a bunch of armed guards and a guy with like a Doberman stop him. And... They throw them in the van. Now, the, the bio guys are talking about how, like, people can be contaminated. They're making stuff up to control the people to find this thing they're looking for to use as a weapon. So they get them into the back of the paddy wagon, and now we cut back to the movie theater where the blob comes out of where the projectionist is and starts just raining havoc. Yeah. It's eating people. It's swiping people. It's yeah. it's like, again, it's composite shots, but it's really well done. Yeah. yeah. It's it's yeah. like slamming down on people and it's like just target rich environment. Yeah, it's killed yeah. like twenty five people <laughs> it in this is theater. Chaos and it's awesome. Yeah, so there's chaos in the theater, and we see now on the van that Brian has brought his tools with him somehow and, and just essentially undoes the bolts and he jumps out of the van. And there's this whole like dialogue between him and Meg and Meg's like, You're just all about yourself. Yeah. And he's like, No, I don't want to be trapped in a paddy wagon, you <laughs> dummy. And he jumps out of the moving van and she doesn't. So we f- this van is going to town. And we see that in town, 
they've started to gather everybody up. And so it's kind of suspicious. During all this stuff, Meg's reunited with her parents. And this is when we learn, when we, they realize that their son and his friend are at the movies. Meg slips away and runs to the movie theater to save him during this chaos. Now, she comes into the movie theater mid-murderous rage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she actually grabs the boys and goes out the back door as the blob's following them. And there's, like, some weird guy, like, looking out the window and, like, so we get yeah. this other third-person oh, yeah. view. <laughs> What's the point of that? I don't know. We never see him again. And Meg's a hero. She's yeah. constantly doing badass things. Yeah, yeah running she, into the... Uh, into the killing She's field. So awesome. Mm-hmm. There, there's a pr- there's a pretty good narrow suspenseful escape involving a door. The kid gets stuck in the door. His yeah. coat like gets cut. Oh yeah, his zipper I, gets cut. Yeah, it's really cool. And she gets him out just in time. And they actually have to jump down in the sewer and slide the sewer cover over them to escape the blob. Mm-hmm. And they fall into this dirty, stinky rat water. And this town has big cisterns. Like it's you know you'd think this is a coastal city, not a mountain town. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but you know that's neither here nor there. So we get this great kind of scene in the sewer. Now, while this is happening, Brian has gone back to his motorbike and is being chased by the bio team. And as he's trying to escape on his motorbike, by the way, the bio team can't shoot rifles, apparently, because (laughs) they're missing this easy shot of this kid. But (laughs) he gets to the part of the road where earlier in the movie, he had to make his jump and his bike broke down. Yeah. Well, guys, guess what? Tying the movie back together makes the jump like a boss. The bio team can't follow. Somehow the helicopter's like, shit, I can't fly over that. (laughs) (laughs) And he escapes. Because there's a helicopter chasing him, too. That gaping... He actually hides by a, by a sewer pipe, and that's how the helicopter doesn't see him. But what were you going to say, Matt? Did you guys read that uh, in when they shot that, the, the stunt man he blew both tires on the landing? Really? Oh, I didn't see that. That's awesome. Yeah. Did he keep going, or did he, he crash? Kept it, he kept it up. Oh, good for that guy. Yeah. Real yep. stunt man. Was he able to keep it up? Good for him. <laughs> stunt man. Commits. Pervert. Yeah. Pervert. So Brian finds his old sewer pipe and decides to go in it, where coincidentally Meg is in the sewer pipes with her brother and his friend. Oh, poor friend. Now, this is kind of where the worlds collide in this movie. And so she's sneaking through the sewer. And we get this kind of great scene that reminds me of the movie Aliens, where Newt is in the water. Mm -hmm. And same scene. There you go. They start to see that the blob is there, and it's kind of hunting them. And she tries to climb up this pipe with the boys, and she's actually helping the boys up first. Selfless. Yeah. Well, the one kid ends up in the water, and... He gets, yeah, the friend, of course. Uh, he gets sucked under the water by the blob. What does she do? Dives in the water. Doesn't care. Blob killed a kid. How many other horror movies do yeah. you see kids die? That yeah. blew this my is mind. This an eight-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she can't find him. She's like, oh, my God, he's dead. So she starts climbing up the pipe. or She goes to get up the pipe and kind of gets back in. And all of a sudden, his dead, like, blob-soaked, dissolved body, like, reaches out for her. Like, yeah. and the jump scare is like, ah! Yeah, and you see a dead eight-year-old kid. Yep. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Most I, movies don't do that, but this no. one, like, it, yeah, it's messed up, but it, it does work. It is fun, and then there's this whole thing. Yeah, Matt. I say that Matt's like, fuck off. <laughs> I, encur- like, I encourage killing kids, and <laughs> I think it's fun when they own it. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, I mean, they're people too. They're like not, the blob kills everyone, yeah, not what? just old people. Goes back to back to Jaws. 
That's true. Yeah, yeah. that's Kittner boy. That was really traumatic. That was. Yeah, I'm sure. So she's climbing up the pipe, and she is able to get her brother through the like the sewer grate. And as you think that she's gonna die, all of a sudden, bio guys are in the sewer, and they start shooting assault rifles at the blob. Yeah, that's gonna terrible work. idea. Good idea. So the blob has arms, like I said, somehow, and knocks the guns out of their hands and fucks <laughs> them up. And as she's about to slip away, Meg. Fucking Brian has found her through another pipe, grabs her, and he's in the sewer with his motorcycle. Yeah. And, <laughs> oh, who do, yeah. and who do we see at this part, guys? Who do we see? Well, are you talking about after he moves the motorcycle around? No, like right around this time, we see a government agent. Who is this actor? Oh, huh? who? Who? Chop I... Top! Bill Mosley. Oh, I didn't even notice yeah. that. Seriously? Chop Top is the guy. I didn't even the, see that. He's the right. government agent in yeah. the sewer with him. Yep. Chop Top from Texas guy, Chainsaw Massacre yeah, the Part that, 2. the guy that's all oh, bloodied. This yeah. is why I, I didn't even notice that. And he's in uh, all the new Rob Zombie yeah. movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. Bill Mosley, yeah. Chop Top. Yeah, they barely even use him. Yeah. No. <laughs> so they get to a dead end, and he turns around, and the blob is coming towards them, and there's this big, gigantic diameter sewer pipe. And what does he do? He rides his, rides his bike up around the sewer pipe like a boss. Yeah. Yeah. around. Knievel's that yeah. shit. He does. And so they essentially are able to kind of escape. Now, above ground, there's a whole other standoff going on because it's, again, everything has converged to this point. And so the boy runs off. Everyone knows the theater's attacked. The bio guys are there. And then Brian and Meg show up. And there's like this this standoff, right? So you have the deputy pointing his gun at Brian and you have the bio people pointing their guns, yeah. and then Brian's trying to tell his side of the story, then Megan's telling like her side of the story, and there's this whole thing going on. It's kind of fun because the deputy, who has up to this point been a real evil dickhead, is kind of like... He's coming around. He's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. And the bio guy is, is like, shoot him. So right when this happens, the blob bursts up through the sewer. The guy that was supposed to shoot him pulls the trigger as he's falling, shoots the deputy on accident. And we've got this whole chaos in the center of town. Yeah. Well, uh, before this, we already know that the government agents are willing to sacrifice everyone in this town. To well, that's get, right. Oh, to he get says that they're blob. all expendable. They're yeah. So yeah. we already know by this point that the government's like, well, screw all these people. They're all expendable. And they can all die. And it's kind of curious to me. The, these government agents, they're, they struck me as like CDC guys. Yeah, it, it, but they seem to be very well armed. It was weird. The Fauci's yeah. in this movie. Hi, <laughs> 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 kid. But no, the, the, like the one guy down in the sewers who has the bazooka, right? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even. I totally glossed over the bazooka. Yeah. He yeah. has an M seventy two law bazooka. Oh, is that, I thought it was an M seventy one. That's seventy two, is yeah. it? Oh my goodness yeah. gracious! That's, that's, that's a it's a it's a better model. It's a 71. collapsible light armor piercing bazooka. Yeah. So yeah, Humvees. It's specially made for. Yeah, light, light uh, yeah, that's right. That's my favorite model of bazooka. But yeah, they're very well armed because <laughs> the other guy had grenades. It's like uh, yeah, you get a free comic when you buy them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> buy a law, get a comic. Yeah, they're they're part they're part Rambo, part Bill Nye science guy. Yeah, so he actually uses like to shoot the blob so they can escape. That's how they. Escape. Well, yeah. he shoots the uh, the manhole cover because remember they drove. Oh, it. oh shit. Did Ken and I watch different Yo, movies? Yo, he shoots the, the manhole cover, which blows up the truck, which yeah. they parked over the oh, manhole yeah. cover so to no one could get out. Yeah. Yes. Then the standoff. Is this then the standoff ensues yep. because yep. they get out? Yep. yep. Wow. 
That's you a, guys, that was kind of an important thing you glossed oh, over there. Yeah, the M seventy one. So no one's the bio team's all about killing civilians until the blob grabs their fearless leader and awesomely like pulls him into the sewer, yeah. gets up in his suit, and then pulls him down so hard his gun breaks in half. I, yeah. I also yeah. want to point out the ease at which people manipulate a manhole cover. Those things are heavy as hell. They are heavy. Well, and not, they are not pulling in the movies. them and manipulating them was with ease. Ninja Turtle days. It was so, the adrenaline. We yeah. using them as Frisbees. Yeah. <laughs> so they were made of styrofoam. Yeah. It, it's funny because, yeah, when they kill the, the leader, then they all walk up and they start just shooting randomly their guns in the manhole. And the one dude, like, has grenades on them. And then they have, like, C4 charges. Yeah. He's like, short duration timer. And they, like, program it and throw it in the sewer. And it explodes. And it pisses the blob off. And what does the blob do, Doug? It gets mad. And what does a mad blob do? <laughs> Kill. Kills. So it comes out of the ground, and it's in full battle mode. And at this time, the priest shows up. The priest is back, and some guy's got a flamethrower, <laughs> and he's shooting flames at the blob, and the blob like just like clogs up <laughs> the flamethrower, <laughs> and then yeah. flames shoot sideways and yeah. burn the fuck out of the priest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's all burned up, but guess who's there to help the priest, guys? Meg. She's got a fire extinguisher. Yeah, and right. what do we learn? That you, somehow fire extinguishers shoot out really yeah. cold gas. Meg, you, quickly. Notice that when uh, she was shooting the gun just before this, she had cotton in her ears. I oh, didn't really? see that. Awesome. Really? <laughs> she did. She's prepared. Yeah. Just in she her just pockets. had them in her pockets. I did notice when Brian had the gun and there's the standoff that the charging handle was all the way back. Like they never worked the gun right. <laughs> That's always supposed to be closed, but it was open. I'm like, That's a mistake. <laughs> Sorry. What did you have something, Matt? No, no, I was just okay. was there, yeah, it was an M sixteen, wasn't it, Kennedy? It was. Yeah, okay. I was just make sure. Yeah. M15s were duh. They there was no M15s. Taken, yes, they were, they were taken out of the series. <laughs> there was M14s, though. M14, right? Yeah. That was Nobody the successor likes you. to the M13. <laughs> yeah. Nobody <laughs> likes you or your fucking jeans. So <laughs> they like my shoes. So the, the town is fighting the blob, and someone realizes that a fire extinguisher sprays cold gas. Now, I don't think that this is accurate. Although compressed gas, when it expands, gets very cold, are fire extinguishers cold? No. Matt? Mm. Fire extinguishers? No. Not no. cold enough to like instantly no. freeze stuff? No. no. So that was kind of messed up, right? Unless there's some type of old fire extinguisher I'm not familiar with. They don't spray liquid nitrogen, but that's no. how the blob was <laughs> reacting to it, right? <laughs> right. So right when the shit's getting bad, who rolls up? The cool guy from the shop. Yep. And guess what he's got, guys? He's got the snowmaking the truck. Snowmaker. He thinks that all he has to do, and the snowmaker truck has a plow on it. He just is like, you know what? I'll spray some snow at him and, and, and hit him with the plow doesn't do anything the blob breaks the essentially the truck in half so the chassis of the truck goes one way wait is brian who's driving the truck brian drove it how does brian Brian. have the truck oh he wins and gets it yeah the other guy's just helping the town yeah Mm -hmm. brian went and got the truck and brought it back i see the truck put it together that's right the truck is broken in half the cold part you know the payload is laying one way the chassis and his other and he's trapped in the chassis yep Meg sees what's happening. She runs over and is essentially stuck trying to save Brian. She can't. She gets over by the, I don't know what I call it, the tanker portion, which, you know, I guess is supposed to be filled with water, but it has like <laughs> liquid nitrogen in it yeah. instead. <clears throat> this is where it gets kind of flimsy. It's it's not like, but when you watch it, it's not flimsy. It all no. makes sense. It's just talking about it. You're like, yeah, it makes sense. It's People are everywhere. Kind of flimsy. And it's a good climax, like action. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it, it's it's brief, but a lot of stuff's happening. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she sees a um, a bundle of C four and knows how to program and work it. Yep. 
And it's the same charge used in the movie Predator. This is what he puts onto the truck when he cuts the, oh, the yeah. belt off and the truck rolls into the tunnel, blows yeah, up. Yep. Same prop. So she has that. She sets it, throws it at the truck. They get away. Truck blows up into a giant cold mushroom cloud. <laughs> yeah, freezes the fuck out of the blob, and the blob turns into these awesome ice crystals. It, 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 it's cold enough to freeze the blob, but none of the townspeople are cold. No. <laughs> and it's like snowing. I love that they're like, it's snowing. It's snowing. We're getting the snow for ski season. It's jokey joke time. It yeah. makes snowmen and stuff. But then this is where the, the cool mechanic guy is like, we better get this in the freezer. Yeah, I caught that too. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, smart. smart. He's, a, he's a smart guy that was underutilized in the movie. Yeah. yeah. So Brian and Megan Brace, because they're boyfriend, girlfriend now, yeah. and the movie ends, we <gasps> think. But no, Does it? it cuts to this like, now we're in Louisiana. There's yeah. a tent out in a field, <laughs> yes. and it's like a Baptist church, right? <laughs> Which in Jonestown. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Baptist church, and the priest, who I found out is not a priest, but apparently he's a reverend, I actually think he changes to what he wants to be because yeah. he's really evil. Mm-hmm. And he's there, and he's given the sermon. He's all messed up. His eyeballs burnt out. He looks terrible. And after he gives the sermon, he goes back to the back of this tent, and he's you know drinking booze. He looks at his face and he's like, uh. Yeah, because one of his parishioners was asking, because I guess his pr- sermon was about the end of days. Yeah, and she asked yeah. when it is. Yeah. And he pulls out the jar that he took the sample from, and now it's melted, and there's like a living blob in the jar. Yeah, and he says, and she asks him, when's the, when is the rapture? And he says, when the Lord gives me a sign. Then the movie ends. Yep. Yeah. And then the credits roll. And credits what, roll. What happens? <laughs> With the brave new you are a good singer. Chickens are up like it's never been done. I appreciate that you're not singing into the microphone. Who sings that? Who sings that song? She's tough as they come. Alien. Yeah, and you said you listened to their stuff and it's not bad. I did. It's pretty good. Wow. The album that this uh, song is on, it's uh, self-titled Alien, formed in 1986 in Gothenburg, Sweden. Sweden. And they are still active. Wow. Wow. Have you, you haven't seen them in concert yet, though. Are they no, I'd never You're heard slipping. of them. You are slipping. Until <laughs> this. Hey, but ever, I looked them up. They have a tour here. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Alien. Oh, you are slipping. So pretty cool that they used a band named Alien. That's true. For an alien. Sure. Of course, the movie. Blob isn't really an alien. It's an experiment yeah, gone wrong. Government Government creation. experiment to, to fight the Russians. <laughs> Guys, uh, this movie's great. It has amazing deaths for an 80s film with outstanding practical effects. It's all seamlessly tied together. It's a very competent film. Uh, people didn't see it because they associated it with the shitty 50s movie. Is that why you didn't see it? How, how come you never saw it? No one saw this shit. I don't know. I knew of it. I knew it existed. But when you look at like the cover, the cover sucks. So in the, in, when I looked at it at the video store, I'm like, the blob. I'm like, fucking really? Like, who's afraid of a blob? Well, the blob is menacing and dissolves you, and that I would suck. I think it's suck. a scary creature yeah. in concept. And, yeah. it's, and it's much quicker and more fluid and interesting in this film versus obviously the one from the 50s. But um, this is a classic 80s monster horror film. It's actually one of the better ones. Um, if you haven't seen it, I give it two thumbs up. Definitely see it. You'll love it. Doug. Yeah, so this was my pick. I had seen this uh, Thank you, several times before. Yeah. I think this is like a peak 80s sci-fi horror crossover. So I picked this as a sci-fi movie, but I think it's equal parts sci-fi, equal parts horror. It's got the gore. It's got the great sci-fi elements. It's got the government conspiracy elements. Evil Knievel. Yeah, it's got Evil Knievel, feathered hair, <laughs> Evil Knievel. I mean, it's great. I love 
everything you said is great. So I actually picked this movie because it's my wife, Cammie's favorite 80s horror movie. Maybe her favorite horror movie ever. Is is Brian her favorite movie character? Um, hey, man, you see that probably. fucking head come apart, man? <laughs> probably, probably. <laughs> hey, don't worry, Doug. You're in the hole with Audie Murphy. <laughs> Audie? They're a bunch of they're a bunch of hopheads. They think there's something special. <laughs> Sorry, that's platoon again. She uh, so I made her wait a very long time to watch this because I knew it was coming up for the podcast. She was very aggravated that I kept making her. She wait threatened to watch me it. if I didn't like this film. <laughs> I she know she right. did, but I'm like, I know I love this movie. Shout out to her for uh, prompting me to pick this. Yeah, thank you. But yeah, I you. I love it. It's great, great movie. I give it. Uh, Four and three quarters stars. Four and three quarter stars from Doug. Damn near perfect. Wow, Josh. Yeah, this was my first time watching it as well. Um, and do you remember seeing this remember, and thinking it would be stupid and not renting it? Yeah, but then have you looked at the back picture of the cover art, or maybe it is the front where it actually has like a shot of Paul uh, being dissolved. Yeah, Paul being but dissolved it, in it, the hospital. It's, but it's like I think it's on the back of the. Yeah, it yeah. must be. And it's small and doesn't look cool in the uh-huh. picture. But when you watch it, it's really cool. Yeah, but I but I, that that image is burned in my head as like a memory of the video store. But yeah, I never like really had a a passion to check this out. But I'm glad we watched it because yeah, it's it's one of those. It's kind of like Critters, Gremlins type movie where the you know gets the whole small town. They all come together, and um, but I think that this is a scarier monster because mm-hmm. there, it has no thought process. It no just sense con- of humor. At least yeah. the critters were funny. Yeah, but this just <laughs> consumes, and it's... Grows. It, yeah, and you can't really deal with it. You can't punch it. You can't shoot it. You can't burn it. You can freeze it, though. Yeah, but... Um, for yeah. later. I thought this was a really good concept for a giant booger movie. But giant booger <laughs> movie. <laughs> but it was, yeah, and it was a lot of fun. So, yeah, I give it... 16 boogers. Ooh, 16 nice. That's a lot boogers. of boogers. Mm-hmm. Matt, <laughs> how'd you feel about this? Were um, you scared at any point? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, it's a lot to do with why I've the never sink, watched it. The sink thing <laughs> probably got That you. was very suspenseful. Yeah, uh, yeah the number number of uh, instances where I was on the edge of my seat and mad that I had to watch this. Did you have to look away from the screen? Yeah, I had some look aways. Right. had some look aways. had some volume turned down moments. <laughs> yep. Um, two... Two instances or two uh, points about the cast. You guys didn't touch on uh, one. I read uh, Steve McQueen's kid turned down the role for oh, yeah. uh, for uh, Brian. Really? Yeah, because I guess he hated the script. Well, and he he vowed to never do a movie that was a reference to any of his dad's work. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then smart. secondly, do you guys remember a character in the movie Susie? She had a small part. I don't. The character's name was it was uh, the nurse assistant. I don't, she's. She's a former Playboy Playmate. She was the second of two. two. But uh, Julie McCullough, she was in this movie anyway as Susie, whoever the hell Susie was. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know but either. my point is she was also in Golden Girls. Oh. She had a guest oh. role. So I just Golden Girls. Yeah. We so, always like to tie Blanche so. and them bitches. So, yeah. Nice. Um, great show. Yeah. We referenced it many times. Yes. But um, anyway, yeah, uh, I like the I, I like the uh, aspect of it being a government creation. That's interesting to me. Um but yeah, it's a terrifying thing because it's, it's this amorphous entity that how the hell do you stop it? Um, so yeah, I give it uh, three and a half Jello shots out of five. Three I, and a half Jello. I shots. also want to nominate Meg as one of the best final girls. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear a lot about final girls in horror movies, 
but she's, you never hear about Meg. She's but she was competent. Yeah, sensitive. Yeah. Makes yeah. great decisions. Non, Responsible. Non-judgmental. She non-judgmental. Knows how to work weapons. Great, great at cheer. Yeah. Yeah. Great. She's a <laughs> yes. great cheerleader. Yeah. I bet she was on a roll. She, I guarantee she was on yeah. a roll. She's in the right place at the right time all the time. Yeah. With cotton balls. Yeah. Cotton she's balls in her prepared ears. with cotton balls. She knows how to manage C4. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Meg. Shout out to Meg. Great final girl. Yeah. And I Kudos she, to Brian, always making good decisions and being a. You see that fucking dude. head cover part, man? <laughs> <laughs> Never seen brains like that before. <laughs> I just like movies where people make sensible decisions mm-hmm. and yeah. are not dummies. Yeah. Well, it sounds like we all really love uh, The Blob from 1988. I think you guys should see it. Let us know what you think. And until next time. Oh.